Covino and Rich. Every second of your show is pure greatness. So how do they select a best of the week? What do you want to do? I don't know. Whatever you want to do. What do you want to do? I don't know. Whatever you want to do. What do you want to do? I don't know. Whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter to me. What do you want to do? Whatever's the best. I think it's all good. What about that conversation about butt cheek size? Which one? The one from Tuesday? We had like three of them. How about we just like shoot for it? Can we flip a coin spot? Covino and Rich's best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. Friday, I got a haircut. And it was long overdue because I got mine before the holidays as well. So I got a haircut on Friday. Should we all chime in of when the last time we got a haircut was? Jake, what was the last time you got a haircut? What is wrong with Rich? What the fuck is wrong with you today? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. About a week ago? Because okay. he, he, he's fucking... He's still he wants... spots thunder. He, he, he's talking about his haircut. Now you, again, so it's been a while since you got a haircut. But see, no one <laughs> noticed with you because your hair looked fine. Yeah, but to me, I, I you know I hadn't gotten one since before the holidays. I want to get I get a haircut every two weeks, so I got a haircut, and it looked good, right? But when I got home, it's it's like when you see a shirt at the store and you think it's good, but you get home and you're like, nah, I look fat in it. Now I hate it. Yeah, but keep in mind, you're more so yeah, than the I'm, average I'm guy OCD. because, I'm because you're a fucking maniac. You're yeah. the guy we've talked about how you bring, you've returned and repurchased the same item multiple times. Right. You, if you see a men's large, you go through every single one because in your mind, they're all cut drastically different. Last we spoke, do you remember Spot how he bought a jacket, returned it, bought it again, returned it, changed sizes, returned it, and he he's a fucking maniac? So my OCD is on a next level, right? So I'm looking like, ah, the dude missed the spot here and there a little bit. And I don't have my clips. I have professional clips, right, and all Mm -hmm. that shit because I'm a Zohan in my own right. And I could cut hair, and I'm good at that stuff. But all that shit's packed away, right? That's in storage room B somewhere. I don't know where my shit is. I haven't seen my shit, my personal items, in over a year. And that's a whole other story. But I do have my beard trimmer. Is, it, is this something liberating mm, about the fact that you've, got, you've gone without all your personal belongings for a year? and frustrating no, but just, all the But same just time. to sort of show that they're really just things. Mm-hmm. I've learned that. But all the things that you thought were so important, yeah. you lived without for a year. Yeah, I'm probably going to end up sell, selling everything. You is know? that a crazy spot? I mean, is there a guy that cared more, that used to that care more about personal things than Steve Cavino now? I mean, we're, talk, um, we're talking about a we're talking about a year has gone by. All the things you cared about, my my uh, my signed guitar, my this, my fucking baseball cards, my uh, end tables, my couches. Like you were you cared about material things more than anyone. And like the last year, you have no. Steve, mm. Steve Ward cares about his couch more than I care about mine. Okay, and I'll, and I'll explain. Okay. So again, we're uh, gearing up. We're gearing up to hang out with Steve Ward, right, for the Big Eagles game on on Saturday because he's the biggest fan we know, and he's out here in California. He's an East Coast guy, and a friend of the show. So I got this haircut. I go home and I start fucking with it with my beard trimmer because that's all I have, oh, right? No. So, dude, I'm I'm trying to trim up the back, and I'm like, yeah, much better. And then I I pull out my little how do you do mirror. And I look, and I fucked it up. As they say, um, I, don't, I don't know how you say it in Spanish, but I know my mom always says donkey bites in Spanish. It looked like I had donkey bites on the back of my head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like chunks were missing. Why say turn around? No, I, I can't. You won't notice anything. And I'll explain why in a minute. So what's my magic trick? Every time I fuck up, you have to know my magic trick. I have black hair. So my magic trick is what? Oh, Sharp, no. Sharpie. Sharpie. Not Sharpie, dude. <laughs> oh. That's what oh, I was. use on their eyebrows. Just just for men? No. 
The little uh, eyebrow. Oh, the Rompo like, the like, like, Peel Spray. Like, 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 like a girl's eyebrow pencil. No, the Rompo yes. Peel Spray. Now, this may sound like the most buffungus thing you ever heard, okay? I'm not using that spray. I'm not using Tops or whatever it's called. Fake George Costanza hair from Shallow Hell. So I, I have donkey bites on the back of my head, which messes up the look of the fade, right? It's not blended in. It's like, here's a nice blend, and then chunks are missing, right? I'm like, oh, man, donkey Cause, bites. Because I'm using, again, the beard trimmer on your to head. try to fix my hair. What's and that's what happens. You? you know what, bro? I got in an OCD moment. It's uncontrollable. It's like an uncontrollable urge to like hey, for, for perfection. Let me don't tell you, you have like professional maybe, clippers? Maybe. Uh, yeah, but, but they're packed away. Yeah, but Spot, don't you see the, the bigger story here? Listen, you may look at my hair and say, fuck that guy. Yeah, but you don't have hair. the kind of hair that I have. But you may look at Spot and say, fuck that guy. Look, who cares about his hair? I get my hair cut. Spot gets his hair cut. Other friends and people you know get their hair cut. I don't know anyone that is such a micromanager at the actual barbershop or salon, and then when they go home, whether you've had a guy or a woman cut your hair, you then go home and start correcting yourself. Yeah. That's not no, that's not normal behavior. You, you, it's you normal behavior if you have skills. You I got skills. Ruined, what are you gonna uh, do about it? You almost ruined Rich's relationship with Deborah. I, I really? Well, that's so maybe a whole other story. Rich goes to a salon and gets his hair cut by a, a fine, beautiful woman named Deborah who listens to the show. So shout out to Deborah. I'm not a salon guy. I'm a barber guy. So this guy did it. You know, he does a fade. He sculpts mm, my head. Not in a good job. So he missed a spot, right? Fucking missed a spot. What type of barber is that? Trying to fix Who it. Who misses a spot? No, no, he didn't miss it. It wasn't like a fucking sweep. He missed, you know, just like a part was sticking out. My hair you know, is different you know than who your doesn't hair. doesn't miss spots? John Diesel. Yeah, John Diesel's on another level. Just saying. So you, you get a shitty haircut. No, it wasn't. I'm. I'm just. If it wasn't I'm a shitty OCD, haircut, you would have never noticed. Be, if you I'm on it, another level dude, of perfection. If it wasn't a shitty you haircut, you wouldn't be home in the, with no, a mirror and, my, and fucking beard trimmers trying to fix your hair. Okay, you're 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 you're, uh, you're cockblocking my story here. That's a whole other OCD thing that you're not following. So, I'm in the mirror. I fuck my hair up, and I'm like, oh man, what the fuck am I gonna do now? Shit's all fucked up now. What am I do now? I got donkey bites, man. I'm quoting a very famous black man on Martin Luther King Day, by the way. P. Diddy. What am I do now? Shit's all fucked up now. So I'm like, oh man, there's only one solution to this problem. When you have black hair like mine and you have a blended in sort of trim up, I use an eye pencil to blend in the the the, the fade because I fucked it up. Right? I got these lighter patches in the back of my head. Donkey bites. So I, I use the eye <laughs> pencil on the back of my head. Uh, to blend it in. I'm like, all right, I can get away with this bad boy. So long story short, next day we're uh, you know at the game. We're watching the game in Santa Monica with Steve Ward. We have a good time. We'll probably talk more about that. A lot of conversation about investing in women and 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 life. life. And and Steve Ward was in rare form, dude. Yeah, I think he, he was, had nervous energy because his team was in oh, the game. Oh, sure. And he was like he was like half-ass paying attention to the game. And I think it was. It's like when you can't watch because you're so. Involved and invested. Yeah, they'd be like a big third down play, and I'm like, dude, we're watching. Like, yeah, I'm watching, him. and he's, yeah, I think he was, he's a fucking maniac. He he's, was on a, another level. He's more of a maniac than you think. Yeah, he's he's a fucking maniac, this guy. But but a really good guy, you know. So, we so had we're, a fun time. We're we're hanging out spot for the first game, the Eagles, Falcons game, which was the Saturday early game, right? <laughs> so we watch that at a bar in Santa Monica. Have a great time. Have a good meal. Have a couple drinks, and then we say, had you know, I had a great fucking meal. We George did. Brett style. Yeah. I'm about four drinks in right now, 
And these dudes are just vaping throughout the day. And it's, it's, you know, things that I don't normally do. So I'm feeling it as well a little bit. And, you know, the Eagles uh, win. It's a fun time. We went to a great, great spot. The Beanery. Barney's Beanery right there on the, right there on the promenade spot. I got a, I got a, they they chose it for you? Yeah, I got a uh, 10% Beaner discount (laughs) at the Beanery in Santa Monica. So, yeah, great day. We had a sweet, super dope spot. And then after that game, you know, everyone's feeling it because his team won and we had a good time and we're drunk a little bit. He says, yo, guys, I live like four blocks away. Why don't you come by back to my house and watch the second and game? And he wanted to show off his house. There's no doubt about it because he, I, I, he's new in that area and he doesn't seem to get a lot of company, right? He hasn't really uh, utilized his amazing space yet. So he's like, yo, come by, check my place out. I want you to see it. We'll watch the Patriots game. I think I think uh, people know that feeling too. Where oh, of course, if you get that's why I describe it. If you get something new in your house, yeah, yeah and you've yet to be able to, you want to put the TV to the test. Yeah, if you if you get a new surround sound system and you're and you're like your girlfriend or wife is hey, the guys, only, is the only one that heard it. Yeah, yeah if, unless you can invite your buddies over for a game. Yeah. or if you got a sweet new setup, unless your friends or family see it. Yeah. Is it really there? Yeah, Steve was so proud of himself. And I know the feeling, right? Because he's like, yo, guys, sit down. No, 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 but sit and like check it out. And we're like, yo, dude, feeling it, bro. Good job. And I was hyping him up because I love that feeling too of like you got a new setup. You got a new couch or something. And then there, it's like making meatballs and watching someone's face as they enjoy them. He was like the old lady right. in the wedding singer being like, I want to see you eat the meatballs. He wanted to see us sit in his couch and enjoy the fucking second game of the day. Oh, you like how deep the couch is? And yeah. it be those oh, like, it's I, great depth. Great uh, depth. Great de- oh, you know, I oh, do. The couch, by the way, couch depth, very important. Oh, it's oh, real important. Right. But I was and, appreciating and then, it. And Kevino's like, yeah. playing along like a good friend, but also an intrigued friend. I was like the curved TV. How do you like that? Yeah. Like, Kavino, oh. but you know, I was playing no, up no, the no. surround Come, sound. Was no, no, sit Kavino, over here. No, Kavino, no, no, no. Kavino, go in the, sit over here. Kavino, go in the kitchen. Yeah. Tell me if you could still see the TV. Yeah, yeah. Was I great. fucking can see the. Right, now stand up. But now sit down. But I love this banter. You know, I was having fun with this banter, and I was f- having fun with. I it. think every bozo guy loves a banter of surround sound. Look at my TV. Showing off his stuff this a little new, bit. This new couch and Steve. And in, it was in all good fun, by the way. Like in fun and and you know there was no no showing off or anything like that. He was just proud to hey, hey look at everyone fits here perfectly. Well, as, as Let's enjoy the game. As, as he said to his his wife, uh, I'm sure she loved this because he called her on the way home like, "Hey, I'm coming home with five bozos." Yeah. So his wife's like, "Okay." We get to when we get to his house, I could see and and I and I totally understood his vibe. He, him and his wife, when they got married, he said he's like, yeah, we used actually some of our, uh, you know, some of our wedding money went to this couch. You could tell it was like a pricey couch. It was a huge wraparound. It was like imported fucking Italian leather. It looked like spot, but it was a huge, comfortable wraparound leather couch. But like where six people fit custom made too because it was perfectly fit for that space. It was six people fit comfortably on this couch because a huge wraparound and and you could see the he was so excited because he said. This is what I envisioned. He goes, I envisioned my buddies or family coming over, watching a game, and look, everyone fits on the couch. He sat back and, and went to his wife, Madison, and goes, look. I think he took like, a picture of us chilling there because he was so proud he was because o- that's exactly how he envisioned he, he, you know, He's OCD like Cavino, and he said, I envisioned this exact <laughs> thing. Like six people shooting the shit and watching a game in this exact and that's a scenario. Good feeling. To back him up on that, it's, it's a good feeling. So I was excited for him in that moment. But he was real like, proud of this couch, right? And 
he was like, yo, sit back for real. Like, feel the depth. Sit back. Hey, put your feet, put so your feet up. I said, like, you know what, man? He goes, Fuck it. I'm feeling it. They're vaping. We're drinking. The game's on. Curve TV, surround sound, which gives me a boner. You have no idea. Surround sound for an audio guy like me is like, oh, this Kavino, is the Kavino best. took his- I took my shoes off. Shoes off. So did I. And he goes, put your feet up. He had one of those, you know, like the- Like Ottoman a, tables? It's an Ottoman, Ottoman. It's a coffee table slash Ottoman. So, like, you can put your drink I there. I was like, but, oh, good move with the Ottoman table, bro. This is key. So Cavino leans back and he's chilling watching Dude, the game. I'm I'm lamping. At this point I'm, I'm lamping. Lamp- I got my hand down my pants. Larry. I made myself at home, dude. Larry, I'm lamping. Dude, I got All right, ready? Spot picture this. I got one hand like inner thigh, the the uh, the other hand like 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 behind my head just like chilling. Like I'm just like I'm full you're on. Gonna, wait, I'm full thigh, on. You got a hand on your balls? Yo, dude, I'm just like chilling like it's my place right now, you know what I mean? Because I've been drinking all day. Now we're watching football. I'm relaxing. I'm lamping. And, you know, I, I'm just full on taking advantage of the depth of this couch. So I'm leaning back. I'm like Fat Joe. Huh. And then I get up. I sit up. Stop. Yeah. Hold, Hold on one second. I, was, uh, I, I, got, I got your boy lamping if you want that. Oh, oh, I'll, oh. I'll get in a second. Yeah. So anyway, he's going on. He's like, hey, dude, how do you like the couch? I'm like, I love the couch. I'm like, white leather, man. White leather. What a choice. Chilling is what? You got to be in real clothes? You can walk around and chill. You know, oh. you, you upright. You chilling upright. You guys got some great slime. <laughs> I got to say. The fuck you got? We got boss. <laughs> yeah, let- yeah. What are you doing? Ah, uh, you okay? Yeah, what are you doing? I'm fucking lamping. What you doing? <laughs> You're lamping? Chilling. Relaxing. Why'd you change back. from chilling? What was wrong with chilling? You got to get another one? Lamping? Lamping. I can sit around here with some fucking boxes on a tank top. My feet the fuck up. And chilling is what? You got to be in... No, chilling you could do... Fr- as, as you could be at the bar chilling. Yeah. No, we were... La- we were la- I was we lamping, were la- Larry. I had my shoes off. Give me those For lamping. me, shoes off is lamping. Curb your enthusiasm style. So, lamping. You know, I'm, I'm real conscious, too, of... You know, do I have keys in my pocket? I'm not sitting on his beautiful white imported leather couch with, you know... Denim that could possibly ruin it, or, or you know, scratch it up, or because I've had all, a leather couch, and exactly. I know, that, I know, you know, hey, jerk off, do you have keys in your pocket? Because if you poke a hole in this couch, we're fighting, right? So yeah. I was real aware of this. You so were anyway, so OCD about your leather couch. I was. I was very proud of my couch too. <laughs> so I knew the feeling. <laughs> and your ottoman. I'm like, you know what? Let me show Steve that I could roll and, and appreciate what he's got here. Yo, Steve, I'm leaning back. Yo, man, what a setup, dude. High five. Yo, you got this off. So I'm lamping. I'm chilling. Lamping, Larry. And then I, I get up to use the bathroom. All right? And you I, 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 no, 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 no. I think Spot. Oh, Spot doesn't. still doesn't know where it's going. Spot, stand by. Relax. Because it's going to connect the dots in a second. Oh, no. And then I come back, and my Spot is still there. And I look at the back of the couch. And there's a fucking oh, big black no. mark on his oh, beautiful, no. on his beautiful white from, leather. No. From, from his hair, oh, from, no. from, from, the, from the eye pencil <laughs> hair filling. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, but my, my, my eyes, but my eyes fixate on it. Like, you don't know. Like, like I hope nobody notices. Oh, I, I, like, remember, not, remember so let's let's when they all get up? And they, you remember in, uh, no. in Coming to America? Yeah, when they all get up in the soul yeah. glow. But spot, picture this, because people... People either, you know, high or drunk. Everyone's just lamping. Everyone's lamping. But, Everyone's sort of but, fucked up at this but, point. But Cavino uh, has a panicked look. And at the time, I didn't know. Yeah, nobody knows. I didn't know what was going I'm on. I'm the only guy sudden, that knows. Cavino went, went from almost like 
how would you describe it? You know when someone has a couple drinks and their eyes are a little heavy? Kavino is in lamping, heavy eye. Yo. All of a sudden, I'm in tense mode. I'm like, like oh, fuck. All of a sudden, his eyes lit up. I'm like, yo, what's up with Kavino? I, at this time, I had no clue. I'm like, why is Kavino just got all animated? And so I have, I have a panic <laughs> moment, right? So I'm like, nobody noticed. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm like, nobody noticed. Like, everyone's talking about the game. Everyone's fucked up. Nobody noticed. I sit back down, and I contemplate, like, what the fuck am I going to do about this? <laughs> and you put, you put your head against the cushion, and you don't move the whole yo, night? I, I'm like, all right, all right. I'm, I'm back no, over here. So no, no I'm good. See. So now I'm like, uh, I'm like, like seeing like, fuck, is this gonna come out? Remember, white leather couch, like soft white leather couch with a black fucking head mark on it now. Like, oh no! But it's yeah. like, like leather that can be soft leather spot. I don't know, and I don't know, like how I don't know if this is gonna stain or what. Like, oh man. So the panic is setting in, and I'm overthinking it because, again, I'm probably a little too fucked up. So I'm like, oh no. So I sit there and I'm like, all right, I got it. I'm wearing a black Henley. Rich and I were like uh, the Don Henley brothers on this day. So I'm wearing a black Henley. I go back to the bathroom again during a commercial break, you know, hoping again that no one notices. I was real quick. Oh, that and was risky. I, and dude, I, I fucking wet my sleeve. I wet the sleeve of my shirt. I put the thumb in the sleeve and I started to fucking wipe, wipe, wipe. <laughs> Slowly, what, but like surely. behind your head? No, yeah, you're yeah. Doing like some. Like no, some I was doing creepy. it. It was like sneaky shit. And I was, and then I was doing quick buffs with the left hand, like while talking, while no one was looking. So I was doing buffs with my hand you inside doing the shirt. So wait, okay, so I was doing wax on, wax off whoa, with my shirt. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But you're, but you're sitting down, so you're doing this all behind your head, right? He's, he's sort of discreetly no, doing it because I, I didn't discreetly notice. Discreetly doing it, and I'm doing quick buffs, like quick rub outs, like you know, like pretending like I'm feeling the leather and Ooh, shit. Like, nice leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until all of it oh spot, God. thankfully, was gone. And I had to double check so many times throughout the night. I didn't rest the rest of that like night. You, you were fixated on that one I was spot fixated, on the like, couch. Oh, fuck. I, I don't see it anymore. I hope, like, when they turn all the lights on, there's not some sort of weird stain on it. Uh, yeah, because what if, what if, like, the dries, wetness discolors the couch? It dries in a weird way. It's going to be, like, a yellow spot. Now. And I got to tell you, man, it was gone. And, uh, you know, I felt like such a sigh of relief. Because, like, his wife was there. He's proud of this couch. I didn't want to be the guy to fucking, you know, do something dumb and ruin the moment. So we finally left at halftime. And, you know, I get outside. I'm like, yo, Rich, that was such a close one. He's like, why? What happened? And then I told I him what happened. I, was, I fucking started yeah. I couldn't stop laughing. Spot the walk, the walk back. I was like, oh, was my God. such a close one, man. So anyway, oh uh, the black eye pencil on my head <laughs> left a fucking stain on his couch. And I was like, oh. Spot. Um, but it was gone. It was gone. Oh wait, Georgetown saying that uh, that's why Kavino, you should start wearing a do rag. Maybe when, well, you're, when, you're, when you're lamping. I wore one. I got one. When you're when you're lamping, no. don't you wear a do rag? I brought one today. I do two things on Martin Luther King Day. I always wake up and I use my Martin Luther King sponge. Wait, hold on. Right. Forty. Forty minutes. Vic, Vic in Toronto said, yeah. "How long is it going to take Kavino to no, use no. his annual Martin Luther King joke?" I showered today with my Martin Luther. I woke minutes. up early, in fact, <laughs> just to shower with my Martin Luther King sponge. And I, I bring a do-rag in my back pocket, so I have it on standby. You need a do-rag. That's some George Chatham. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's yo, my favorite uh, name that black man holiday. Kevino, you know, how quick did you sober up when you realized there was oh, a possible stain? That's from that's White Court. What, that's what Rich was trying to describe here. I immediately sobered. I went from chilling. Oh, you lamping. Yo, I'm, I'm putting my feet up. I'm, got, I'm laying back. I'm enjoying this game. To like real like, oh, shit. Um, I, I got to figure this out real quick. You know, I was ready to ask his, his wife for a Clorox wipe or something. You know, I'm like, how am I going to get this out? And uh, luckily, it just buffed right right out. <laughs> you got Rocket Dog, uh, which, by the way, congrats to your Vikings. Of course, we'll get to that. But he said, uh, congrats. Kevino. I knew you I got, was you got be... the Jerry Curl stain out of the Yeah, couch. and I knew I'd oh be the, the guy that was blamed because 
Like I was in that spot primarily the whole time, and you know I have black hair. So if you put it together, they're gonna figure it. Like they're gonna you know definitely question like what's that mark, and put it on me. But luckily I got it out, and uh, the rest is history. The rest is history, meaning uh, the Patriots won, and it was it was a good night of football. Rich and I went back home, and. you know, a good time, man. I thank Steve Ward for his hospitality, and we had a, we had a fun time. But it was a thank close call for me. God, you got the stain. Yeah, out. I got it out. So you that got was the my stain out. <laughs> and and even today, you said you said you want to see the donkey bites. <laughs> hey, I'll say, I don't see what you're talking about. Because oh I used eye pencil <laughs> this morning again, dude. I'm not going out with donkey bites on my head. What are you out of your mind? You know, Marvin Hagler said, "Never let him see you sweat." I never let people see what the donkey bites. Yeah, Armstrong. Armstrong hit us up. Uh, how do you say donkey bite in Spanish? Because uh, that's what that's, that's what it's called. Uh, what's that? What do you say? Bito de burro. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Burro, burro. Uh, Narmstrong's saying you gotta let the grays come through. Could be not. Now, honestly, who said that? Narmstrong. Yeah, beat it, dude. You look like a fucking old man winter with your Dave Coulier uh, hairdo. He's no handsome. way. I mean, you stop it. <laughs> but the I'm, thing is, I'm not Kavi- ready for all Kavino that. Kavino wouldn't be too gray. That's not, a fact. I'm and not ready for that life. That's, they wouldn't go you look. No, 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 no. Especially now in my new life, in Mex- my Kavino 2.0. And, and, and by the way, Mexican dudes could go way longer than a white dude pulling off like hair dye and stuff. Yeah, no, no thanks. No, I'm not ready for that life. Cesar Milan's plus, like, I'm dating like a younger girl. You think I want to be the like really old guy in the relationship? Beat it. No, no way. Gray. No way. No play for Mr. Gray. But Gray is a good look for some, and I'll tell you right now, Who, not Donnie for Pompadou? you. Donnie Pompadou? No. Not, yeah, I think Donnie Pompadou is a good example. Some, right. Some guys look uh, like the man. They look like uh, the the handsome older guy with a little yeah, gray. I, with got, a little, I got plenty of time nah, to be that but guy. but I'm saying with a little gray. I'll be that guy in 10 years. I'll back you up and say Cavino's not the guy to rock a little gray. No, not not ready for that. It's not, it just, it just want to go with your look, just your whole style. Just, no. It wouldn't look right. Mm-mm. So I have no idea how... I've been dying my hair since my 20s, so I have no idea how gray I actually am. But uh, remember, the, the black was just to cover up... Uh, a oh, mess up. Um, that you did. That I did, yeah. So Because you were trying to correct your barber because you're a maniac. Yeah, it had nothing to do with hair dye. It had everything to do with eye pencil. Black eye pencil. I don't know if you know what that is, but, but women use it for makeup. For all things Covino and Rich, follow us at Covino and Rich on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Covino and Rich. For a look behind the velvet rope of interviews and more, much more on Faction Talk 103. You know those crime shows where they can't find the murderer, but then it's like, but the murderer made one mistake. Like the Forensic File episodes where... Are you kidding me, dude? Is that your shit? I feel like your dad would love that stuff, forensic too. Forensic Files? My mom watches two things. Black and white movies and Forensic Files at night. That shit's scary. So that's what my mom goes to bed to. Maybe she'd have more of a uh, positive outlook if she went to bed with some happy stuff. Not the murders and, and the hair follicles they found. How could it be this... You know, you, you think, like, we have no leads. do 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 Forensic Files is forever playing. Oh my God, let me get some Forensic File music. Yeah, while you do that, shout out to my boy, Chris Bartolo Pallone. I love listening. that dude. I love that dude. Yeah, Chris with the hog in his pants, listening at work with all his buddies. Appreciate that. Shout out to Chris. That dude's got to have a hog. He, he always has like a, he's got like a hot girlfriend or wife or something, but he always, was, every time I saw that guy, he was always a dude, hot girl. Dude's infamous for, for having a yeah, hog in his pants. Yeah, must have a hog in his pants. Dude, we used to play with boys. He used to fucking, uh, 
used to use as a oh, is that what is it is? Yeah. Underpant boner. Okay, so I'm watching. I'm watching. Uh, you, you you know you watch those forensic file things, like you said, your mom. Yeah. Constantly, we couldn't find the lead, and then I'm, wait a minute. There's one fiber that was found on the dead body. One fiber, and it matches the or a cigarette butt. The car rugs of the neighbor. They found a piece of gum with the DNA. Always leaves behind something. Right. We have no leads, but there was a there was one dog hair and a scarf, which is matching the dog hair. Thanks of to the, forensic studies, of the we were able to coke. solve this crime. Yeah. It's a scary show. I, it's a great show. It's a, except I've, I think I've seen every one of them. A lot of people don't know that about me. I think I've seen every forensic file. There was a crime that was solved very quickly based on a selfie. Did you see this story? Woman pleads guilty to killing her best friend after the murder weapon is seen in a selfie taken earlier in the day. Consider this story a warning if you plan on killing someone. Woman pleads guilty. Uh, here's a picture of her and her best friend, Canadian cops. Oh, Canadians. Uh, I'm picturing the Mountie. Two Mounties. Another story reminds wearing, me of wearing red outfits with tasers uh, on top of horses. Uh, you, you tell the story and I'll tell you what it reminds me of later. Canadian cops nabbed a cold-blooded killer who revealed herself to them when they tracked down a selfie she snapped earlier in the day wearing the same belt she used to strangle her best friend to death. Jesus, what kind of belt was this? Cheyenne Antoine, 21. Pleaded guilty to manslaughter in Saskatoon. Oh, Saskatoon, eh? Saskatoon. Uh, with the death of Brittany Garlow, 18, was found dead, sadly, in a landfill two years ago. Jesus. It was a wide, blue, woven woman's belt with a large buckle. It was found on the road next to the dead body. Six hours before the killing, Cheyenne Antoine, the killer, the murderer, posted a picture of her and the victim selfie mode on Facebook. And in the photo, the killer is wearing that belt. Now, after the killing, in an apparent attempt to avoid suspicion, Antoine reported uh, to the police that she didn't know what happened. In fact, she tried to cover it up by posting on her friend's wall, like, where are you? I'm nervous for you, eh? Where you been, eh? Are you okay? Did you get home safe, eh? Canadian. To try to put the cops off the case, you know, put a to, to distract them. Yeah, but uh, you know the 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 but a simple culprit look. always goes back to the scene of the crime, as you've noticed in a lot of these stories. Mm -hmm. But hey, what's going on? And there's like police lines. What's going on here, officers? <laughs> yeah, is there some type of just? Hey, do you have any leads? Automatically, that guy becomes a suspect. Don't people watch fucking crime shows? She was drunk. Strangled her best friend, but has no memory of it. I'll never forgive myself, eh? What's going on, officer? She has issues. Then she's dangerous and will be behind bars for a long time. She killed her best friend, tried to cover it up by putting new social media posts up. Like, did you get home safe? Texting her, where are you? Are you okay? To try to throw the cops off the lead. But you know what she didn't remember to do? Delete the Crop pic her belt. Crop her belt out of the photo. The belt she used to murder her best friend. How did they know? 
They, they found was, the belt? They, the belt was next to... They found the, the fibers the, the of belt, the belt. No, the belt itself yeah. was in the vicinity of the dead body. Oh, Jesus. And then earlier in that day, that same belt was on the murderer in a selfie with the victim. I tell you, nine times out of ten, these Careless. murderers... Careless! These murderers are terrible murderers. Careless, leaving well, you know fucking what? trails behind, leaving the evidence in, the, in their trunk and shit. But, but like, aren't, you happy? aren't you happy she's careless? Yeah. Did, did, this you reminds me of the time I got nabbed by a photo. I'll never forget it. It's at my grandmother's house. 1986. I don't know what year it was, but it was in the 80s, right? Throwback Thursday. It was 1980. Do the Goldbergs. It was 1980-something. It was 1980-something, and at this time, this is when family was really kicking, booming. Family business is booming, meaning cousins were everywhere. My family now, a shell of what it once was. Every, fam every family has a prime. Right. Every family had a prime when... There was a ton of kids. Yeah. The adults were still young Christmas enough. Christmas just passed. None of these cousins even reached out on social media, let alone like in person. Oh, at one point. Right. So, I mean, but at this time in our life, you know, we all basically lived under one roof because my parents left me at my cousin's house all the time, and they all lived at my grandmother's house. So family was booming. Uncles were there. Cousins everywhere. Family singing We Are the World around the kitchen table. That kind of scene. So it was one of those Sunday nights where, I don't know, family was just eating tacos, playing Loteria, hanging out, doing their family thing. Uncle Joey had his boombox out, playing music, and me and the cousins were playing fucking reindeer games in the living room, right? Running around in our socks. Sliding across the wood floors. Dude, you know? every, everybody had those cousins that you had to be real gentle with because they'd fucking run and cry like little bitches and tell like, the adults. My B fucking... It usually, that was my cousin Danny, but in this story, it's about my cousin Veronica, his sister. So, my cousin Veronica, I, I gave her a fucking and I gave her a fucking like slap, like beat it. <laughs> yeah, like a straight up cousin backhand. Yeah, bro, I wasn't fucking around. I was the king. I'm your big cousin. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah. She went crying. I was like, ah, <laughs> no, come back. I was just kidding. I didn't mean to slap you. She went crying into all the adults. Now, think about how embarrassing that is because my parents would probably be there. Yeah, Her parents would be your there. Your cousins are playing yeah. Hungry. You, you, you and the cousins are supposed to be playing Hungry, Hungry Hippo. She's running to the fucking Uno. adult table now. Now the, and adult, they're drinking the, adults and the, the adults are in the kitchen having coffee and cocktails and, and uh, right. smoking weed probably. Yeah. No, 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 because my grandmother would have been there too. Oh. So no one was smoking oh, weed. So they were lighting candles. Maybe they did that like outside. They, were, li they were lighting candles for all the deceased Mexican yeah, family members. Just, uh, freeloading, <laughs> eating my grandma's good food. Or good, good, good cooking. So I'm like, no! Right? Turns out someone took a fucking Polaroid shot. <laughs> Hold on. So she, she I, I jumped ahead. She, she goes and tells all the family, Steven hit me. Right? Steven, why would you do that? Steven Mom. would never hit Veronica. Like, you're right, Mom, I wouldn't. <laughs> I didn't hit anybody. <laughs> I'm I a good boysy. Yeah, you know I'm a good boysy. Mom, I got a Mickey Mouse t-shirt on. <laughs> Dude. I'm a, so, I'm a peaceful man. So, like, you know, I'm sure my parents were sticking up for me. And, Butter you know, nuts. And, 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 and Veronica, you know, her parents were sticking up for her, and she's crying, and, and my grandmother's consoling her. Sana, sana, culito de rana. Trying to make her feel good about it. And then the fucking Polaroid starts to fucking develop. Little shake of the Polaroid photo, and you oh, see me. You see me mid giving her the whoop. <laughs> and she's like, Action like, ah! shot. Yeah, action, shot? action shot. Forensics, uh, forensic studies proved. 
<laughs> that I was a piece of shit. And dude, I swear to God, I wish I had this photo because every once in a while I'll, I'll like see it and like, oh, there it is. Look at Veronica, like walking away in pain and in shame, ready to tell on me. Like, ah! Oh. So I fucking gave her a little, a little fucking backhand. Like a little. <laughs> who did it? Yeah, I did it. Fucking proof was in the Polaroid. Mom, you know it wasn't me. Proof was in the Polaroid. Hey man, I played. I played. Inve- you want to hear two investigative stories that well, I you uncovered? Know what? I, I want to hear not only yours, but I want to hear from you guys and you ladies. Eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty nine. I got two quick ones. Any stupid, dumb, ridiculous stories about how you got caught? Forensic file style. Have you a- ever got caught with the dumbest thing? Like, mom, it couldn't have been me. Meanwhile, there was a picture. Or, oh, dude, I got two easy breezy ones. Like you left something behind. I- you ever leave something behind and you're like, I wasn't there, and something... Oh, you, chicks always left scrunchies behind, and other girlfriends would find, who's scrunchy is this in your car? I was dating a girl that I think... I it, don't know. I think a girl that I dated once... Yeah. She would plant scr- scrunchies? Would plant shit around my apartment. Do you think that's possible? Yeah, of course. That's a typical girl move. She'll throw your, her fucking panties behind your bed. I feel like you know, I feel like I dated a girl that, no joke, would rip out her hair and... Th- oh, without a doubt. That giveaway. And be her like, hair was everywhere. Like it, Screaming infidelities. Blonde or brunette. If she had a distinct hair color. Dude, you know what I used to do? I used to take those limp brushes, the sticky paper ones, go over all my couch with it, all the evidence. If you're going to commit crimes, you got to be smart about it. I would go with the, the limp brush over the couches. I'm like, hey, hey, no, no, no. These chicks aren't leaving their hair behind. Caught in the most dumb red-handed... Uh, you, you were caught red-handed. Do, you, caught, well, no, I've caught people or, or figured it out. Here's how. You, you oh, know those club I, nights? Oh, I'll give you one example. You know those club nights? Those super sassy club nights. By the way, if you're going to do that, you need to break out the harp. Did Spot leave it behind? Yeah, throwback Thursday. I gave you one from my childhood when I was caught by a Polaroid. That's a great episode of Forensic Files. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one. Oh, the Cavino slap. It's me slapping my cousin with my Mickey Mickey Mouse shirt on. I might have been wearing those cool, I think I was wearing one of those cool 80s sweatshirts. with The different color shoulders. Remember those sweatshirts? The different color shoulder, different color shoulders. Not not elbows. Did you wear shoulder pads? <laughs> no, it would have you like, wore shoulder pads. Let's say it was like a blue sweatshirt, but the shoulders were like you white. Wore shoulder puffs like Beverly, uh, no, like Beverly puffs. Goldberg. No, not at all. So anyway, did your mom wear shoulder puffs? Yeah, of course. <laughs> did everyone's mom wear shoulder puffs? Yeah. So Richie, my blouse. Your mom's blouse had like foam in the shoulders. No, absolutely. So, two quick stories. You know, I I, I thought the ex was up to no good. And this is early 2000s. Early 2000s. I remember this because you're right. Clubs in New York City. They take pictures. There was companies that would take pictures for the club. And there'd be websites like, uh, I don't even know. I can't even remember the names like, of something. Uh, Guido fucking galleries. <laughs> GuidoPartyTime.com. Right. And it would be like, uh, oh, here's photo galleries from... Hunkabunkas. Hunkabunka in Sayreville, New Jersey. Here's a pl- Friday night at the Palladium. Here's a Webster Hall. Here's 200 photos from Friday night's club night. Right. And it would before MySpace and and Instagram and all that. What, these club sites would share the party photos from that night. They would also sometimes stream like uh, footage, like from, a web, from, from an early from day an webcam. Early day webcam. Yeah. So I remember getting word that the girl, my my girl time, was at this specific club. And I was scrolling through the photos of that night. I went back to a particular night where I knew she was there. And sure enough, I'm going through the gallery. I'm looking through all the Bachigaloops, all the Guidos. What did, all she tell, what did she tell you? I forget what she told me. But I found out she was at that club. And I'm going through the gallery. I'm seeing through the thumbnails. And I'm like, oh, blonde girl. There it is. Click. There she was. 
Canoodling. <gasps> Canoodling. What does that even mean? With another fucking Guido guy uh, with a, uh, with the, one of those Caesar-style haircuts that were popular at the time. And were you saying to yourself, I'm your only Guido guy? And I was like, what the fuck? And then, upon further research, I looked at her wrist, and she was wearing the watch that I gave her. The guy was, like, with her arm, her wa oh, the that watch, the, the watch her rubbing on this greasy oh, motherfucker. This guy, that watch and was dude, rubbing, that watch grazed his nutsack later in the further evening. Further proof that it was her, because that was the watch that I gave her, proving, once again, forensic studies solved the crime. Did it, oh, make, did, did it make you feel worse that the guy had a Caesar haircut? It made me feel worse <laughs> that she was wearing the watch. I just remember, like, that's a fucking watch I gave you. I bought you that you watch. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh. And now it's rubbing against some Caesar Guido haircut. Oh, I used to picture oh. she's wearing the Tiffany ring that I gave her, probably touching his dick. Remember that Tiffany, like those, those, uh, like those, uh, they the would, bendy roll, ones? would roll those type? bendy rings. They're like, uh, the Tiffany, like, uh, bendy oh, ones, the malleable just, rings. Can I tell you something? Yeah, it's jizz-filled from some other man. She had, to, she had to rub, uh, yeah, she had to wash that off. Fucking pissed let me, me off. Let me take off the ring Steve gave me to wipe the jizz off. You know she was touching the penis with the ring I gave her. I was insulted. Javier with his fucking and, uh, Caesar haircut. Th this one really is, is, this one saddens me because but the best part, I though, saw is a that picture she, posted on social media. Is another scenario. She told you, though, that she was, like, just up to no good. She was like, I'm just out or something. Just hanging out with friends. With friends and stuff, and you know. No. Scotty, our buddy Scotty B hit us up saying uh, he is for sure knows that his his now wife, yeah. Amy, used to leave hair ties around the apartment with the intent of hoping the other girl he was sort of talking to oh, for sure. would see them. Like, like clear intent. Like, I am, I want this other girl out. Who's scrunchie? Uh, Who's my hair? sisters. Your sister doesn't wear scrunchies. Uh, I, f I caught a girl red-handed once trying to leave panties at my place. Like, Trying to like dig them with her foot at the bottom. You know where? You know if your bed sheets are tucked in like a nice hotel. Some girl left panties in my bed one time. I was like, yeah, gross. Fucking threw one in the garbage. You know, like uh, like push down to the foot of the bed. Yeah. Where you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily find them right away. Yeah. And I was like, wait. So wait, you're wearing no. I remember even I, I was I couldn't be mad. I just held up with her. But I was like, oh, so you're not wearing you're not wearing any panties or underwear right now. Oh, cause she left them. She like, I think she knew I caught her, but didn't know what to say. She's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> like, cool. This is a good one. So, uh, forensic uh, studies, forensic files uncovered this one. Uh, this one hurt my feelings. I won't give you the year, but I'll tell you, it was on a Throwback Thursday, oh. and I'm like, I wonder what she did on that day. And then I saw a social media posting of just that person, just her, right? I said, come on, no way. And it was her at a restaurant that I know I've taken her to because I recognize the angle. I've taken pictures of her <laughs> at the same restaurant. Oh, I know this story. So then I looked further and I'm like, wait a second, that's you a table for two. And you saw. That's I remember this. That's not a. That's not a round table with a group of friends. She's always saying she's hanging with friends. This is a table for two. And I can I, tell uh, by the positioning of the table and how it's in the corner. That's a two top. That's not a table I of four. Remember this story. I've been there because so as, as we're talking about forensic stories, I remember the the craziest thing is Cavino came up to me and I thought he was nuts at the time. I'm not gonna lie. I thought he was nuts, but he goes. She said she's uh, out with friends, but this is a table of two. And I go, you know what? You're right. And then he goes, don't you see it? Wait, hold on. Hold on. 
So then I go to my photos. I have the same fucking photos from that angle. And I'm like, wait a second. That's without a doubt this restaurant, because I know the upholstery of the seating. I know the angle of where this is. I have the same photos of the same angle. That's a table for two. And now you're thinking, oh, she's just with like, one dude. Oh, who's the other person on the oh, special maybe, maybe, day? Oh, maybe it's her girlfriend or on something. On the special day, though, it was a special day. It was like, oh, it was like New Year's or something. So I zoom in, and sure enough, in her wine glass. In the wine glass, she was toasting to the eye and eyebrow of another dude's face that was in the reflection of the wine glass. Ah! Without a doubt, forensic studies <laughs> reveal that she was a piece of shit. <laughs> Piece of shit. It was in the wine glass. The face the of reflection. a man. I remember you of said. A, of another I man. I remember you came, you, you came to me Rich saying. Rich was like, maybe it's a waiter. I'm like, sitting across taking photos? What kind of fucking service is that? Let's go to your phone calls and feedback. Forensic files. Forensic files uncovered the mystery of the New Year's celebration. What is the uh, what is it in your life? What time? What, Once what, again, what, what, forensic studies uh, proved it to be true. Yeah, when in your life did you uh, did you get caught or catch someone in your own forensic files way? Instead of a jump off of a, a terrible story about a girl who who murdered her best friend, tried to cover it up, but they found the belt at the scene of the crime that the girl was wearing on Insta uh, on Facebook earlier that day. Got caught because the murder weapon. On a throwback Thursday, if it was a, a, a 90s story, it would have been a braided belt with that hung down with the, your coverage. The hang down. The hang down. Remember the little flap over hang down belt? I, I saw. Oh, here we go. Uh, with the, the feedbacks coming in. We got a ton of phone calls. So we'll start with Jamie in Texas, but I just saw this one on our text. Uh, you could text also 412, the letters CNR show. 412 CNR show on text message or call. 866-969-1969-1969. This girl hits us up from Pleasanton, California. I saw an address in my boyfriend's navigation. Oh, that's a good one. So I Googled the owner of the house. It was a female. When I image searched the address, his car was parked in front of it. Jeez. His car was parked in front of the house? During the when Google Earth was taken, that's and absurd. Then, and then she zoomed into What's the window the... and saw a... her blowing him. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. That's the worst. Yeah, that's that terrible. That's terrible. 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 Are you? Uh... Oh, by the way, you want to know another you, thing you that say, women you, do, you, though, you guys? Could, be careful. You could say when it sounds was... uh, jealous or insecure, but Armstrong yeah. wants to know. He, he's saying it seems jealous and insecure and, and bullshit. But I say. In the beginning, is there some sort of charm in a girl marking her territory because she likes you? Or is that still crazy no matter what? No, I, I think in the, charm it's, in it. it's, it's in, there's a little charm in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, but like that happened to me when I was in the mist. Remember, I was the Gaston of the Barrio, right? For for a minute. This was uh, last year. So uh, I was always in Orange County with these uh, Chola chicks, right? Because they're the ones that were liking me for whatever reason. So I was uh, with this girl, and, and she purposefully put her phone into my Bluetooth. So her name was in my fucking car. You know what I mean? Like, her name was there. And you know what a hassle that could be sometimes to delete that oh shit? Oh, my God. Can I tell you? Yeah. So my, I, was, my, my, I my... was with other girls, and I'm like, Who's, whose fucking name is that in your Bluetooth? And I'm like, uh... Who's Viviana? <laughs> who's, yeah, this, uh... who's Rebecca? Who's uh, Fares Mamita? 
Um, so, uh, and I, by the way, I know exactly what you talk about because she would, was syncing up her her you, fucking uh, uh, Boricua anthems into my vehicles, so her phone name would come up in my Bluetooth. I only understand exactly what you're talking about because my buddy visited me out here on the West Coast, and my friend Mike, Christina's husband. So now it says Mike no, every time you put your phone up. his phone, and I haven't had the patience right. or really care to go in there. So every time I select my Bluetooth on my phone. Mm-hmm. I, I scroll past Rich's iPhone and it says it says Mike Mike Denton every time. Mine says uh, well I don't even want to. Does it still, still say it? Yeah, it's still there. You can't. You just haven't got. I just have been too lazy. I don't give a fuck. I got nothing to hide. When you when you have nothing to hide, you don't give yeah, a fuck, right? You're right. I always say that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's say what's up to Jamie in Texas. Forensic Files. Jaime. Style. All right, Jamie. Hey, hey guys. What's up? I'm enjoying this. This you brought to mind a good one. Thanks. So a couple of guys that I work with, Canadians, and if you've ever partied with Canadians once things get uh, once, once the alcohol comes out usually there's nudity that follows I mean, a little later on. By the way you're so right about that. I, I, I can't wait to hear your story but Canadians party in a way that Americans can't handle. I think I think Canadians party way harder than Americans. Absolutely. Absolutely. So New Year's Eve both these dudes are married. You know they go to a New Year's Eve party that ends up getting crazy. It's back in the day of the disposable cameras. They think they're going to be real funny, grab those disposable cameras, head into the bathroom, start snapping some pictures. They're going to shock the hell out of, you know, whoever develops the photos. So one of the guys goes down uh, on his elbows, props up in the air with, you know, pants off. The other guy takes a picture of the starfish, right? He spreads the takes a picture out of the old. uh, You got to translate this for uh, people who don't think along these lines. He's saying that his the two guys they're taking a picture they're taking a picture of the guy's asshole on a disposable camera to fuck with the people that put the disposable cameras out there. Stink star. That's it. That's it. Okay, he doesn't think it through. The cameras all get handed off to his wife because his mother-in-law works at a place that develops photos. Gets the photos developed. His mother-in-law does the developing. She sees the sweater that she gave her son-in-law for Christmas. <laughs> so basically the mother-in-law was like, who's, who oh my, whose asshole is this? Asshole. And then upon further investigation, the she only realizes person, the it's only person the sweater she gave her son-in-law. Jesus Christ. I know that sweater above the asshole. I gave that to, to Jonathan well, for what? Christmas. Now you know Jonathan's asshole. Jeez. Didn't think it out. Didn't think that through at all. <laughs> hey, Rich, didn't you, just on a side note, it's a whole other story, back when disposable cameras were the thing, didn't you get a bunch of photos of a say. girl like tugging on your wiener? No, I got a, I got a bunch threw- of I got a bunch of pictures of my high school sweetheart blowing me on a disposable camera, and I never knew what happened to that disposable camera. It could have been thrown out. It could be in a pile of disposable cameras in my mom's house. It could be somewhere. Somewhere out there destroyed or, or living is my high school girlfriend... Blowing me on uh, one of those one yellow day your, disposable your cameras. Your mom's going to take the box of undeveloped disposable cameras because she's feeling nostalgic. No. Only she'll... to figure out whose penis is it. Then she's going to look at the fucking underoos that you used to wear and she would be like, oh my God, that's Richie's That's dinky. Richie's Hulk Hogan underwear. Right. <laughs> and, and... No, I, 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 if my mother had ambition, I would say that's possible, but it, I guarantee it's somewhere in a box or thrown out or destroyed in a flood. But at one point, there was a camera with those type of photos on it and I don't know where it went. Matt in Michigan, you're on the show. Yeah, so this is back in uh, mid-90s or so. I was in elementary school, and my my parents were hosting a Super Bowl party at my place, and I I had a buddy over, and we were in my bedroom playing some video games, stuff like that, and uh, we decided to make make a prank phone call. 
So I grabbed the one cordless phone in the house, brought it into my bedroom, and, and we call one of our friends and, you know, lo and behold, get his dad on the phone and do the whole, you know, is your refrigerator running bit. So we get off the phone, hang up, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to be smart about this because they could start 69 me and call right back. So sure enough, the phone rings right afterwards, and I really quick open it up, close it out, you know, good to go. Hang it up, and I'm all set. I feel like we're scot-free. So my dad hears the phone ring, comes and asks, hey, who called? Oh, nobody called. It was the wrong number. Okay, so, okay give me the phone. Cool. So he takes the phone. Fifteen minutes later, the phone rings again. All of a sudden, my dad's like, Matt, get out here. Come out there. And, um, yeah, apparently but the friend we Frank called was one of the first in our area to get caller ID. So the father just uh, <laughs> waited a while and then called back when the phone was near him to call back and figure out what was going on. I did that, by the way. That's so funny. Remember the old Star 69 trick? Yo, his story's better than mine. Yeah. But very Thanks, similar man. story that shows how dumb I am. Yeah. We knew that. Everybody I, mean, I know you guys listening. No. Uh, the, the whole world knows that. Hopefully part of what you like me is that you feel smarter sometimes. Yeah. They always say, they always say bless your heart. Yeah, that's weird. All my wife's friends and family from Texas say, bless your heart all the time. I thought Rich had a heart issue he didn't tell me about when I went to Texas with him. So my buddy Walter and I were doing the same thing. You always had a buddy that you would do prank phone calls with, right? Yeah. We were pranking the shit out of my buddy Jeff. Jeff was a friend of ours, but we were just, we were relentlessly annoying, just pr pranking his house, playing sound effects into the phone, everything. And him and his dad were both getting so mad. Like, who is this? And we're just playing sounds of different actors and... I don't. We were just playing different clips on the phone, and they were furious. We kept calling them back, and then eventually, and you're like full on giggling, belly laughing in the background, we're muting the phone. Some of the best moments ever. <laughs> it's the greatest, probably, probably the greatest night of my life. Probably playing jerky boy clips. Yeah. Probably playing different things, right? And they're like, "Who is this? You're, Fuck you!" Your right, buddy Walter's trying so hard just to fart into the phone. We're you're dying. We're laughing. dying laughing, and just the more frustrated my buddy's dad and my buddy are getting, is making it all the better. <laughs> right. The more mad they get. We're like, do it again, do it again. Uh, those are the best. Hello, Kimball. Best times. Hello, Kimball residents. Fire, 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 fire. Who was like? He said, Kimball residents. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> we we give up on this and we call back. And this is during the time of caller ID. And I'm like, oh fuck, it's Jeff. I was like, we we can't answer because if he hears us together, he might be like, oh, it's them. Let it go to the answering machine. And we let it go to the answering machine. And I, my answering machine used to, just, used to be, boop, leave a message. Like the most generic, didn't even give the number or anything. And like a day before that, I did a personal message like, hey, you reached my family. This is Richard, James, Dave. Leave a message. And he had star 69. And I thought if he star 69, no big deal. I have a generic answering machine forgetting that I had just changed the answering machine. What's your middle name? Gregory. Gregory for your dad. Why did he say James? No, it's my brother's name. Oh, J Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, yeah. You've, you've reached our health. Yeah. And I and, and it totally... Richard Gregory, leave a message. <sighs> yeah, no, but I think everyone's a prank phone call gone bad. Even after a whole week, this is the best we could scrape together. Yay. It's Covino and Rich's Best of the best Week. Sometimes I try too hard and it backfires. Right? Because I'm me. And I'm perfectly imperfect in every way. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. And it takes a real special person to see the good in me. Because everything just seems to backfire sometimes. Sometimes. I think my luck is slowly changing. But 
I got these sweet new pair of kicks, right? Sneakerheads know what I'm talking about. Any Filipinos listening know what I'm talking about. The Pasio brothers, the Suarez brothers. Justin in Denver knows what I'm talking about. Sneakers. When I get a new one, I admire it like Aaron. So do you guys feel me on waterproofing your shoes? Do you do that? No. See, I do that. Sorry, what? Yeah, you don't do that. Never did once in my life. What you buy Never that? Once? You buy that spray that doesn't yeah. absorb water. I do. If if this is a pair of shoes that I like, you better damn well believe that yeah. they're getting waterproofed. Hell yeah! Oh, that, listen, people relate to you. I'm just saying I've never but even you never ever been sold by the whole uh, napkin trick. I'm sorry, what but, napkin trick? Dude, what planet are you involved? from? You don't know the napkin trick, Jake, Jake? Do you know the napkin trick? I don't. Hold on. I work at a shoe store. You work at he works at a shoe store. You should be embarrassed. Spot, do you know the napkin trick? All right. They usually. Uh, I don't know right. the napkin trick, but soul I guarantee right. it has, is not legitimate. I'll be the soul brother at the show, shoe store. Hey, welcome to Foot Locker. Hey, by the way, you buy a free pair of shoes today, you get this waterproof 50% off. Hold on. There's I, more. I, oh, you let that guy Hold buy. On. You let Hold that guy on. sell you socks, too? Right? He rips off a little, you know those brown napkins? The brown napkins? They look like paper bag napkins. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? No, exactly. Okay. He'll put this. Watch as I demonstrate. He puts the brown napkin down. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let it dry for a few seconds. Hold it about eight inches away. Right? And then he pours water on the napkin and it doesn't absorb. Water beads right off. Ta-da! You've never no. ever been sold on waterproofing? No. Wow. I can't believe yeah, it. I'm I, from I, another, I've, I've, never, saw, what, I've never seen that. I am the craziest guy alive. Either that or I do the show with two buffoons. Three baboons. I've heard of it. I've heard of waterproofing, but yeah, never but I, to the lengths of waterproofing. To me, shoes. it's like. Uh, but you've uh, never uh, bought a can? I've, oh, this is, like, this is necessity. Like this is part of my everyday. They try, to sell you, they try to sell you the shoe cleaner with a little brush on the front of it. You, you buy that too? I do. Yeah. You're a sucker ass mo sucker. I don't need that, but I have yeah. a few cans on standby. Which is funny because then you're. Coloring in your shoes, the Sharpies, uh, every day. Yeah, because I take care of my shoes. Huh. Yeah, I right? Listen, to each own. I'm not saying you're alone Still on this. I, I have this weird mentality. If everything, I, this goes back to an old comedy bit. I don't remember who says it. Yeah. But everything I have is a bad boy. So I got these sneakers, and I say to myself, look at these bad boys. I got to take care of these bad boys. Right? So if I'm <laughs> investing my money, I'm sort of proud of my purchase. Oh. I'm so proud of myself. You're a weird guy, Ace. No, I'm serious. Like, if I bought something, I'm real proud of it. So I want to protect it, right? If I've actually taken the time to investigate it, look it up, made that choice. When I, you know, making a choice is impossible for this guy. Ace! Yeah, Dan? You have any more of that gum? That's none of your damn business, and I'll thank you to stay out of my personal affairs. You're a weird guy, Ace. Weird guy. You're a weird guy, Ace. Thanks, Dan Marino. Weird guy. You're so, a weird guy, Ace. Let me tell you my, how my investigation works. Dude, I'm just at the mall. Know where I end up? At a store I never go to. I have a question. Pacific Sunway. Where do you live? Me? Yeah. The Valley. No, 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 no. Where do you live? In, ge in, in, in general. California. It's rained <laughs> three times in the last year and a half. Yeah. Waterproofing a big issue out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does rain. Pal puddles. For all the pu what? puddles. What? Yeah. Puddles? Petunia yeah, puddles. puddle duck. That's what, right. what puddles? Now, let me tell you more about my, my scenario here. But it's so, no, I'm being serious. If you were in a case guy. case I stumble into the ocean. If you were like, yeah, let me see. Dude, you act like you, you never get your shoes wet. I had a soggy sock just last week. 
I came to work with soggy sock. And I said, How? you know what? Fuck you're, this. You're just a waterproof. Didn't waterproof How? these. Didn't waterproof these. <laughs> you know? And they have that like netting sort of material. So, uh, these, honestly, yeah. it rained two days last week. I can't recall the last time it rained. Before the last that. time before yeah. that it rained. All, all I gotta say, for a year the ago, brothers, at least. the brothers out there listening to the show and the sneakerheads and the Filipinos, this guy knows what I'm talking about. This guy definitely knows what I'm talking about. The rest <laughs> of you guys don't know what I'm talking about. So I try to take care of my shit. I found these sneakers. I stumbled into a Pacific Sunwear. I never go there, right? Pack sun, dude, and I'm like, what am I doing it's here? It's like your density. It was like you were I know. called in. So, dude, it was, it was the light was shining down on one. There was a whole wall of sneakers. The light was shining on this one pair, genuine leather, black Nikes, oh. almost have an old school feel, but with a new school sort of flair to it. I was like, wow. I'm like, what are these? You can and spot leather from across the uh, dude, mall parking lot. What yeah. are those? Yeah, but kids were saying, what are those? In a cool way, right? You have leather radar. Everybody wanted to know. So, dude, I, I look at the price tag, and I'm like, eh, I could do better than that. I took a picture of them, right? I had the hamster do a little research. She found them online, right? I got them like, like 30, 40 bucks cheaper than they were at the store. So, dude, this is a whole process, right? I had them for like two weeks. Get this. But I didn't even wear them because my waterproofing I didn't have available, okay? I had, I had it. I, I left it in, in the hamster's trunk. Right, so she oh, you waterproofing uh, her trunk. No, no, just when, we, when you went shopping, right? She she brought it to me, so she goes, "Here's your uh, waterproofing can." I'm like, You're a weird guy, Ace. Now I could actually rock these bad boys. <laughs> so yesterday I was so excited, overzealous, to finally waterproof these bad boys that I bought, so that I could display them because I was so proud of them. I'm so proud of my I a, shoes. I have, a, I have a question. Yeah, how much did you spend on these shoes? Dude, I, I, when all was said and done, like eighty bucks. Okay. Yeah, but they're brand new. They're Re dope. It's reasonable and, price for yeah. sneakers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no. They're not like track. They're no, just stylish shoes. They're not track. I, I wasn't. I, I was. I just want to get a uh, an impression. I didn't know if these were like yeah. thirty, forty dollars sneakers or like two hundred dollars sneakers. So yeah, right in the middle, to, like, these no, like, they were like one twenty, yeah, like, one thirty. When I saw them in the store, okay. I got them for eighty. All right, fair enough. I I wasn't sure if these were super expensive or like discount rack. Yeah, but do you want to pay one forty for just regular sneakers? I do not, which is why I just asked. No, 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 no. I didn't know if they were like thirty dollar, thirty dollar cheap Nikes from like. Like Nordstrom Rack, but or... even more reason why I want to take care of them because they have value to me, right? Yo, these but, are really worth hold on retail now. value, 140 bucks. Have you mm. ever waterproofed a pair of shoes that's under forty dollars? I always waterproof my shoes, dude. This is no new fucking territory for me, okay? He waterproofs oh his flip flops. Yeah, I do. Yeah, my my so my my sweat just speeds off. So get oh this. What is this? I have the spot. Dude, I'm with. I'm is, with you. Let you just don't him. fucking care. You put no value in anything. So anyway, long story short, fucking shoes, dude. I'm telling you a true story. Do you want me to lie? Do you or waterproof not? the inside so that none of your sweat drips in there? Not a bad idea. No, I don't. I don't do that. And there's a lot of you tricks to the trade. Around. Why do you waterproof your ass crack? I've tried it. So you don't get uh, ass sweat. It doesn't work. So waterproof your dick. So I'm really overzealous about this. She's like, "Here's your waterproof." I'm like, "Sweet, right? Grab it. Go outside." I even do the soles, so the ever, water beads off the soles. You ever waterproof those ass, cre ass treaks? No, no, I like them Wait, glistening. Isn't this? Wouldn't it be dangerous to have waterproofing on the soles? Not, not, not the bottom of the soles. The, ah! the sides oh. of the soles, not the bottoms. <laughs> Liquid engineering. He's gonna walk on water now. <laughs> you would. <laughs> Liquid mountaineering. <laughs> and then you, you, you feel like you missed a spot, right? 
Oh, like the back of your head? So, dude, I feel like I start to panic a little bit because it starts to dry, right? And these are black sneakers, and it starts to dry white. I'm like, what the fuck? Right? It was a can of spray paint. And now, no, now, I'm like, you know what? Ah, let it dry completely. I woke up this morning. First thing I did, <laughs> hopped out of my bed, whoa, right into the closet, pulled them out, turned the light on, ah, too bright. Looked at my shoes, and they're still like, God, they have white stains all over them now. <laughs> I'm so upset, dude. You have no idea how upset I am. How do I fix this? What is the the, the saving sort of remedy for my my zapatillos de tenis right now? Can't wash them off with water. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I tried that. Dude, I tried that this morning. Backfire. I swear to God, here's what I did. I, I, went, I went a fucking dirty sock, and I like tried to buff it out, and it looked good for a second, right? I'm like, oh, whew. And then sure enough, you know, because it's waterproof, the water beaded right off, and they turned white again. So what happened is I, I, I caked up the waterproof too much. You know what I mean? Like, too much of it dried on too thick, so it turned white. Because I was so excited and overzealous to spray it and waterproof these guys because I was so excited to wear them. I put too much on. When you put too much on, it cakes up and doesn't dry evenly, Listen. dry correctly. So what the fuck do I do now? There are what am I do now? There are certain things. That, to me, the lesson here is that this... It's all fucked up uh, lesson, lesson of a lesson, just a reminder. The closest friends you have, the people you work with, family members, the people have different habits that you never even think of things that never yeah, dawn on you this is when being the man goes backfires this is, I, I, you know? I don't think that's a day example of that it is because i'm doing the right things i'm just being that's a, a good the right i'm thing. being a good boysy i'm protecting my shoes who told you that's a good thing fucking the black dude of foot locker yeah. yeah when did Tyreek. you when did you his when name was Tyreek. To waterproof to, your shoes yeah, i've been waterproofing you? my shoes since i was fucking uh, since i had a little uh prepubescent mustache they didn't even come out with water dude i had it don't tell me i used to go i lived around the corner from foot locker I'd go there just to say we check shit I mean, out. I'll be honest. I'm not cool. Foot gear is not my strength. However, the most I'll ever do is a pair of dress shoes, a little shoe polish on dress shoes, or clean sneakers with a little uh, with a toothbrush or uh, what are they called? The the Mister Clean Magic Eraser. Magic Eraser is great for white sneakers. For the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's what I'm all saying, sorts of uh, yeah, life hacks. There's little life hacks yeah, on how I know to keep them all. how to keep your sneakers clean. I I, I clean the 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 white part of Clorox, uh, uh, Clorox, Clorox wipes, uh, wipes. the white part yeah They're usually yeah, your, your your office usually has them. I got, Just I use got, the ones that work if you have black shoes yeah, with the, if you have black shoes or black sneakers with the little the very white I guess you would say sole around the bottom right the little trim yeah I agree with all those things but waterproofing I think it go into an extent that you realize most people don't do no I think you're wrong you think, I think most you people guys are goofy cornballs no, no, no. that but put no value the, in cool things. Hefe said you're the, out of your mind. You live in L.A. Why are you waterproofing your shoes? That's the Hefe thing. Hefe wears if you were, Chuck Taylors if you were from 1992. If you were Mike Rowe, uh, Dirty Jobs, trekking through mud, like some of these guys that waterproof their boots are, are dealing with shit, I would get it. No, but dude. you live in the driest part of, of the country. You don't, so you don't, you're not, and you barely go out anywhere. understanding the value I put on these. I you walk from your car to the restaurant to the mall? Look, if that's the case, then why do, why do your shoes get beat up, Spot? What the hell do you do? Gene and Raleigh said- My shoes uh, get beat up because I either uh, uh, my feet stink or I go hiking. Well, listen, this is this is what fucking re true, true players for real do to get take it. care of their shoes, okay? Are you going to armor all your shoes? I don't know what to do to, to make them Actually, evenly black now. Gene and Raleigh 
said, uh, tell dumbass to use rubbing alcohol. It'll get it off. Really? Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Because here's the embarrassment. I feel like such a Charlie Brown, you know? Meaning, you know, I'm trying to do the right thing and things backfire. I was real proud of my purchase. So, you know, I'm embarrassed. The hamster's like, did it come out? And I'm like, yeah, it came out. But <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, no. I ruined them. So I felt so bad. I felt so bad for myself. But anyway. I guess those are good problems to have. Felt so bad for myself. Champion right there. I'm so proud of myself. I just can't leave well enough alone yeah. is what it comes down to. Whether it's my hair yesterday, just trying to perfect it or keeping my sneakers dope. By by trying too hard, it, it usually backfires. That's really that? the lesson. That's yeah. the lesson. Yeah. yeah. You, you got a haircut. Oh, let me fix it a little more. You end up messing yeah. up your hair and you have to put Sharpie in your head. Right. The next day, you have oh. a brand new pair of shoes that are mint condition. You live in Southern California where it's 75 and sunny every day, yet you over spray them with waterproofing in your, in your driveway. Do you ever think you go a little too far? I think I waterproofed uh, my my walkway at uh, the apartment. Uh, so I also did. I also That'll come in handy the value. Yeah. The next time it rains in six months. Yeah, no, no. When I, if I ever try to to sell this place, I could say, uh, oh, and by the way, just so you know, you'll never have puddles in the walkway. <laughs> the walkway waterproofed. I did it myself <laughs> with, with uh, two little uh, sneaker uh, outlines. You're so foolish. All right, so I hope it comes out because I never even wore these yet, should, and uh, now I'm embarrassed to. I didn't really. I didn't even look at the phone yet. Where we got all phones calls uh, lined up. Want to start with Tony in California or what? Yeah, I love right. how you make things that I do appear to be so far. They are. No, they're not. I, they're I, just I, not. I, I, it's I, just we're just different people. All right, fair you know enough, what I mean? But they're I say, not foreign. But I'm I speaking say, to I, a different person. Yeah, but I say things that you say are foreign because yeah. you don't do them. But when you so because do, do I, you get the do you get you how hypocritical you are. You've never bought a fucking pair of sneakers. You wear the canvas uh, nerd shoes. You know what I mean? Like you wear canvas yeah, you wear nerd shoes. Yes, canvas nerd I, shoes. I wear it when I go to the gym. I wear like Nike cross trainers, and for the most part, I They're wear not like leather. You don't know. You don't respect the leather. Remember what did Larry David say? You got to respect the wood. When right. I, when I go out for a nice night, I, I wear like a leather pair of sneaker looking. Th they're like leather sneaker shoes. They're nice. Was, Larry David says respect the what? The wood. And the if wood. you were to put a drink down on his table, he'd say, ah, 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 put a use a what? Coaster. Right. You got to respect the leather. You I never, have... as a kid, went to Wilson's Leather to buy a sweet new jacket, and they're like, hey, maybe you want to, like, you know, treat it and waterproof it. Yeah, but that's your jacket. Yo, it's the same your shit. Shoes. You got to respect shoes are the leather. I never, the I never, I never waterproofed a leather jacket. I just because didn't you wear guys it. I are just, nerds. Yeah, I just didn't wear it in the rain. All right. You know I have what? a question. Spots right. It rains twice a year. You never thought, oh, maybe hey, bro, those two days I'm from I the just East don't, Coast, dude. I just don't wear those things. Old school, old habits die hard. You know what I mean? Uh, Tony in California, you're on the show. Fucking weirdo. Tony. Hey, what's up, man? Hey. Will you teach these fools the, the real ways of, of the sunset? What, what's that? You heard me. Hey, if you guys are going to start weatherproofing your shoes, you got to step up your game. Okay. What? Wear plastic bags on your feet like Michael Joey? No, man. Hey, that that uh, that whole one you buy it from the uh, from the shoe stores isn't anything. you got to get the stuff from that, the... Uh, like Home Depot or from Lowe's, it's called Never Wet. Yo, I can't even get these guys to do the basics. You think they're going to do that? You know what? I, nah, man. They hell uh, them. They no, have no man. respect you know, for let me tell you, it. Let me tell you something. If you go to Foot Locker, if you, go, you, to, Tony. If you go to Aldo. That's good, that's good advice, though, Tony. Thank you. If you go to Aldo to buy a pair of shoes, you go to, I don't know, Steve Madden. If I, I go know, to Aldo and I buy a nice pair of leather shoes, you better believe they're getting waterproofed. Really? Yeah, someone does a little spilleroo. Guess what? My shoes are protected. 
You, all your dress shoes are waterproof? Yeah. Waterproof? I've all never heard of such a thing. Because you are a goonberg. No, no, people shine That's their shoes. Why. No, people shine their shoes. They don't waterproof them. The dress shoes, you waterproof? I've you get a pair of shoes. Every pair, dude. I've never put waterproofing on any of my shoes. If you buy, if you buy, if you go to Macy's, Nordstrom, I don't know, like I said, Aldo, if you're going to a wedding and you're wearing a pair of nice dress shoes, you shine those, you get shoe polish, or you you have your own. You're going to tell me about shoe polish? You don't even know about waterproof. No, but no. I got a whole little fucking Kiwi set. You don't even know the brand Kiwi. I've been rocking Kiwi, little fucking how do you do polish my whole life. You don't know. You don't know about the salt stain remover. You don't know about shit. That's my shit. Now you're talking about my wheelhouse. I got every little fucking doodad to clean my shoes. You don't even know. You Jake's, don't know about Jake's, Kiwi? Jake's you heads about no this. Shit about Jake's Kiwi. head's about to spin off. No, no, no. I'm asking you, He works you, at a Rich. shoe store. Shoe store. You don't know about Kiwi? What's shoe polish? Kiwi shoe polish? I know Kiwi. I have like a little. I have like a little brush. A little. A little. Uh, I got every brush. I got every a, shoe I brush. I a little brush for my couple pairs of different dress shoes I have, whether it be brown or black. If I'm going to a wedding or an event, I'll I got a little, kits, bro. Kits. I'll give a little, eh, 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 little buff on the shoes, but sneakers, gym shoes. Because they're disposable they're, to you. I take pride in those. You see the difference? Yeah, but they're not supposed to be forever. I'm not saying it forever, but I'm trying to make them last as long as possible. A, for, a $40 pair of sneakers ah, or a $140. They were $80. You got them for $80. Who says who? Like it says fucking Pacific Sunwear. Uh, How much you pay? Says who? Eighty. Then they're eighty dollars. Will in DC, you're on the show. They're eighty dollars. All right, so I actually may have to defend Cavino. I know. I'm forty, but when I, I was in college, I worked for Foot Locker. So this should and the paper trick does actually work. Did you part time as a referee? I'm just wondering. <laughs> All right, that was an easy Halloween trick. Halloween job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, but the. the I actually use that waterproofing spray on my hats, and I use it on my jacket. Hats, I do that too. I, I don't want the sweat stains on my hat. And then, yeah. the, the, right, when I lived in Detroit and Chicago, we had a lot of rain. Listen to where this guy lives. Dude, I'd rather I'd rather wear a waterproof hat than a stupid umbrella. What do I need my yeah. fucking well, umbrella for? I got a waterproofed hat. Oh my god, I'm serious. But, but also, okay. the waterproof spray helps keep dirt from getting into the material. Right, it seals so it's the material. It seals the leather. Leather breathes. Yeah. You want to seal yeah, it, but then, not, not too much because then your foot is like stuck in a sauna. You know what I mean? You don't want to have a sweaty foot. Yeah. Well, there's tricks to this. I but, know about stupid things. These are things I know. I speak brother's obviously. talk. This is brother talk, brother bro. Brother talk? Yeah, that's why you guys are fucking failing right now. You didn't spend enough time doing the brother talk. <laughs> brothers know what I'm talking about. The brothers right now are like, yo, this motherfucker's right. I don't know what these crackers are talking about. I'm right. Trust me. James. By the way, Terminal Texas wants to know what dumb conversation have I just stumbled upon. Covino ruined a brand new pair of sneakers. Jet he black w- sweetness. Jet, uh, apparently jet black, nice leather new Nikes because he waterproofed them too much and they turned a little white. Yeah, they got white stains on them now. I'm so pissed. Uh, We're talking shoe polish for dress shoes, but to me that's where it ends. But then again, I could be wrong. I'm the guy, I live in Southern California now. Waterproofing sneakers just sounds ridiculous. James in West Palm Beach. Hey, man, I love the show, but you guys, you guys got me laughing here because I grew up poor as shit, and when I had a nice pair of shoes, I, would, I had the toothbrush out and clean the bitches every day. That's what I'm saying. These kids don't sure care. But now, I'll, I, I don't give a shit. You know, I'll, go, I'll go out to a nice dinner wear the same boots I just got at a hog with, because I don't care if there's blood on them or not. It's, it's a pair of boots. 
You know, are you on? You know, yeah, James. You know, I guess you got disposable income now. I still have the mentality of you take care of your things, right? How long does sneakers last well, you? No, Maybe you six months to a like, year. I don't care. You you you, you, you try to make eat, them yeah. last as long as possible. I mean, you shouldn't have a pair. Of, you shouldn't have a pair of shoes that are in heavy rotation for more than a year, I, right? You know, yeah, if you could trace back your 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 neuroses. Yes, Bob. Honestly, I'm sorry. Honestly, it's more about the inside of the shoe than the outside of the shoe. Yeah, because you have rotten feet. That's why. No, no, no. For me, it's, it's about protecting natural, it from the, no, the no, weather. No. I'm sorry. Everyone naturally has sweat in their feet, and over time, that makes your shoes start to smell and get funky. Mm -hmm. Yours are a little and more. Not mine. Yours is fucking, uh, you got okay, like. Fine. Like, fine. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> your fucking sweet, your feet smell like roses. Let me fucking smell your feet when I get back. Okay, oh. I'll, I'll lick the inside of your shoes, you please. The, the devil's me. foot. But uh, but even back when I was younger and my feet didn't have fungus, which w there was a time, there your shoes wear out. Even the so like the soles of the shoes start to wear down. The the pads on the inside start to wear down. It's like why are you trying to preserve these shoes like they're fucking uh, long the Smithsonian? That's how I am. And that's why. I put up, value uh, on my things. Clean them a few times and then get a new pair. Yeah, you don't have the bad boys that I got. Now, I, they're not like expensive. Said, if you could trace back, like why things—that's another the way thing they too. Are. I've never, I've never purchased an expensive pair of shoes in my life. So maybe that's, maybe that's me. Right. Maybe it's just you my know, poor I, mentality. I, I, could, I don't. I'm not trying to psychoanalyze myself, but I could give you one example of maybe why I am the way I am. I'll never forget this one. Um, I remember it was like the first day of school as a kid. Remember the first day of school rocking the kicks, dude? Oh, that was a proud moment. You know what I'm talking about? Like, dude, no, I'm white. you got a Vias, bro. Sweet new Pumas, man. You know the first day of the gleaming white shoe day? No, 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 I'm white. But you know what I'm talking about, the all first those, day of school, even those, if you're white. All the kids with their pumped up kicks. Just because you were wearing your fucking uh, Keds and your your Brookses. I got, uh, I got sneakers. I got new sneakers. Right before school, and I think also around Easter time, I think I got some sneakers. Oh, yeah. That was the greatest feeling. Yeah, like new baseball cleats. Like you were gliding to school that day. Yeah, I would. Hand me downs all day. My, uh, my grandmother, my grandmother. Uh, Hand me down shoes, Jake? Did I you waterproof your cleats? Siblings. Yeah, four siblings. My, uh, my grandmother would bring me to Busta Brown in New High Park, Long Island. Yeah, where I grew up. All right, maybe it's where I grew up. Like I said, uh, there was a Foot Locker right in my hometown, so maybe it was a whole different scene. <laughs> By the way, I never bought a pair of shoes at Foot Locker. I got two stories, actually. I'll, I'll give you my friend so Barnando. So overpriced. My friend Barnando first, right? He mm -hmm. was so scared of his mom. He wore his brand new fucking schoolboy kicks to baseball practice. And he's like, bro, you got to take me back home. My, my dad drove us to practice that day. You got to take me back home so I can get my cleats. I left them at your house, bro. My dad's like, man, I ain't driving him all the way back to get his cleats. So my brother, I mean, my, my buddy Barnando practiced in the baseball dirt. You know, that orangey dirt that doesn't come out. Oh, that'll that'll that, that, By the way, that orangey Dun dirt. sneakers? Yeah. Done. Right. Right. So, Barnando's playing in his brand new shoes. That's one thing I will agree with you on. Right. If, have you ever, Spot, found yourself in the scenario where you were at the Little League field or uh, playing so pickup sports? If you, get, if you get baseball stands uh, in your socks, if you had your nice, socks are if you, orange if you for the rest of your life. If you had nice sneakers yeah. and someone's like, all right, we're playing tackle football or, or home run derby, if you went by any field, uh, you might as well said, these are done. So, dude, we 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 got home after that practice, and you know he cleaned the shit out of his shoes, right? Windex, whatever we had around the house, old English, just to do. He was trying anything, right? So, then he goes outside and he wood cleaner. He he grabs his he grabs the cleats that he didn't wear, 
and he's uh, he's outside. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's rubbing them in the grass and in the dirt. He's like, if my mom finds out I wear my shoes, she'll kill me, bro. So he was trying to pretend and build the illusion that he actually wore his cleats, rubbing them in the grass to have stains on them and shit. My mother, I'll never forget this. Steven, take off your school clothes when you get home. You didn't have that? No. You didn't have that. School clothes and play no. clothes? All right, see, we grew up different. Yeah, okay. That's why. I went out to play, and I was at one of the at one of these jungle gyms in my school What was your play clothes? Shoes. What was the difference? Like, these were my fucking dope school clothes. You see, you don't know, bro. You didn't have dope clothes like I did. Well, sorry, I was at the rich I'm kid. Not wearing my sweet, I was, uh, I'm I was not wearing my sweet parachute yeah, pants yeah. out to play. Two sets Those of clothes. Those my school clothes, Those dude. two sets of clothes. I had school clothes and play clothes. School clothes were the dopeness. So I wore my, my, uh, my brand new sneakers out to play at the playground. I'm on, like, this monkey bar thing, right? And I fell into it, and it had rained that day, dude. I fell right into a mud puddle with my brand new kicks, bro. Mm. And I just remember the from, fear from that day on of my mom whooping my ass because I was wearing my new shoes out to play. And, you know, I'm just saying, if you want to trace it back, I put value in these things and I try to protect them. And there you go. From that day on. Tom in Chicago, at least back me up. Two more phone calls and we'll move on. Yo, I uh, love the show. I definitely have Kavito's back on this. Uh, I used to actually manage a Foot Locker store, and the other guy who worked at Foot Locker, he said all of it. It protects your stuff from stains. I sprayed it on my hats. I sprayed it on my jackets. I sprayed it on everything because that shit works. That shit works dope. Well, how do I how do I fix it if I overdo it? The rubbing alcohol. Oh, work. All right, perfect. What if you put a really what if, what if you put waterproofing on your dick with like you just uh. Like you didn't never get any lubrication. Like oh, you ever uh, you ever uh, like have a freaky moment and you use Vaseline for your I'm penis sorry, dryness? Yeah, and then and then the water dryness, or do you mean like uh, and and or do you mean it was like or do you mean there was like a lack of something to jerk off with? And, and it's just the water just beats <laughs> off getting, your dick. Getting Vaseline off your penis yeah, is it's like hard. Uh, it's uh, tough it's like, work. It's like it's like a week. Yeah, it's for a week long, no matter how much you I try. Still for have a week Vaseline long, your penis beats up. I have Vaseline in my in the folds of my skin on my penis from like 1992. It's just oily. Disgusting. So oily. Yeah. Uh, Rich in Jersey, you're on the show. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey. buddy. Um, wanted to know if you wore your uh, sneakers home when you were in Jersey with all that snow. Did I? Yeah, man. My shoes got mangled on the on the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. But I thought you waterproofed The reason them. I'm asking is because I think that happened with a lot of uh, like dress shoes and stuff on me is with the salt. It's mixed in with the snow and you don't really know it. Kiwi makes a, a salt remover, like salt stain remover. Kiwi does make that. So there are products to, to remove that stuff. For all those salt stains you get in uh, California. Jesse in Nevada, you're on the show. Oh, man, it's Nevada, not Nevada. What's up, Nevada? Nevada. There we go, there we go. Yo, know, we work over here in the mine in Nevada, dude, and it's wet, it's muddy, it's snowing. We've got boots that are $300 worth, man, and we don't even need to put any of that shit on our boots. You guys, Come on, guys. Let's step up our game. Because I was going to say, because you're working in the boots. I'll back Real up Kavino on man. that. I get yeah, it. No, yeah, no. Yeah, Kavino. Yeah, hey, dude. Do, I'm a different doing, cat, uh, man. I take pride in my things. I, look, no, he's doing, I don't real, he's doing real like men me. work, and he doesn't care if I didn't say good. you needed I, to be awesome like me. You could I, do you. But sometimes being awesome, it's like like I said, when being awesome goes wrong. And there you go. Ruined your fucking sneakers. Ruined my brand new sneakers I haven't even worn yet. I hope that alcohol, rubbing alcohol works. The best of Kavino and Rich on Faction Talk 103. We actually have a wedding to go to today. We're all getting together and, and partying together. I'll tell you what, man. As much as I am happy for the people oh, involved. Oh, uh, are you going to dance? Because this is the first time you have a chance to show off your sweet moves to your new girl. <laughs> what if she's like, Steve, come on, let's dance. This is a new setting for you and her. 
I'm not dancing you unless just, they play Gangnam Style. You just gave me a look like, you think I'm going to dance? Dance. We're at a wedding tonight. Steve Cavino, don't dance. So you're saying dance. you're saying I'm not into it. You so know why? It's Spot. not that I'm too cool. I don't find it fun. So you're telling me if Spock's yeah. fucking popping and locking. I'm not into things I'm not good at. Yeah. But what if this comes on? Then I'm this definitely gonna dance. If they play this song, I'll dance. His brother was the champion, but, but Kiki, Kiki loved, loved to dance. Dance, 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 dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, rich spot. Yeah, the second man was Choo Choo, a master of romance. He loved the damsel in distress, but, but not as much as dance. So tonight, wow, when Spot is popping and locking and yeah, doing popping and locking and doing the worm in the middle of a circle, I'll give it to Spot. He's like the rerun of the crew. <laughs> Dude, he said you were the fat guy in the crew. No, I'm saying you're the big guy that can move. Fred Berry? I you called Fred you Barry. Fred Berry. I'm sorry, Spot, but you do got those moves. That's my amazing rerun impression. And Spot, right? that was and, great. And yeah. Spot you also, uh, did you uh, did you get a bootleg copy of the Doobie Brothers concert to get in trouble? I did. Yo, rerun really was part of a dance crew. He was a, he was a dancer, and that's how he became famous and ended up on the show. Yeah, you're right. I had those moves. And Spot <laughs> is that... Guy of the crew. You're the rerun. Yeah. So I'm saying when reruns you know out what? there. I could do the rerun dance. If I figure that out, I'll do that to be at least the party star. Hold, no, hold I on. I could though. do the rerun dance. If Spot's popping a lock in and he's the rerun of the crew, and then I go out there and do a little. Oh, a little bro, uh, please. You then, are no, no uh, Lord wait, of the Dance. Uh, I'm Michael Flatley, so fucking soul slow down. Yeah. Honestly, he's more like Michael Flatley than you might realize. If yeah, I you're go acting out, like you've got bulge. moves. Minus Hold on. I'm just saying, if I go out there and participate, Spot's out there in the middle of the circle. My wife, Spot's wife, I know your girl's going to be out there having fun dancing. Good. You're gonna, what are you going to do? Sit by yourself and and, and Do the robot while I eat everybody's bread. The robot? Da, da, da. <laughs> Eating bread. I'll be at the buffet. <laughs> yeah. needs wait, wait, why are you going to worry about me? I'll no. be at the bar fucking having a nice drink talking to did, people. Did you hear him? Da, da, da. Eating bread. Yeah. 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 Boop, boop, Doesn't boop, matter what I'm doing. I'm looking forward to a good time. That's what you need—a bowl, of, a basket of bread. What I'm trying to say is, even though I'm excited for the wedding, whose wedding? That's a whole other story. By the way, the answer is yes. Cavino is literally too cool for no, any it's, fun. It's Donnie not that. I'm not into dancing. I don't yeah, like dancing. The beauty of weddings is that you don't have to be a good dancer. You, you're sur it's like a group of people dancing. No one's singling you out. You hey. do realize this is not a high school. Dance where you have to be nervous if you're a good dancer in front of the hot chicken Not class. nervous, just don't care, don't like it. Uh, I did buy pants for the wedding though because I wasn't wearing a full-on suit, so that's a big step in the right direction. Wow. And I'll tell you why. You could really pants. Wow, you could really pants. Now we're we're gonna have a pants off dance off if I drink a lot, uh, but no I don't know what the plan is. No dance for Cavino. I guess we, no, you I got proved pants, that wrong. And I'll tell you why. I'm getting to my point. I find it to be yes, a joyous moment. I really do. But people that expect you to travel far, people that expect you to play along with their theme, it's just a little much. I'm not saying they're out of their minds. I'm not saying uh, I'm ungrateful to be a part of it because I am. I think I'm a last-minute addition to this to this list, to the party, and I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm planning on having a good time. But it's a themed wedding, and I feel like that's more of a hassle than anything. It no, is, it is, but it it also could be fun. It also provides yeah, for I, I, it provides for additional. I agree. Uh, a, I guess fun when you're there, without a doubt. Everybody's gonna have a great time, but I feel like it takes away from the great time. Here's why: 
Ready? Okay. Leading up to it, you're already thinking, all right, what are we going to give this person? How much cash? Cash money. You mean you, mean you don't bring your uh, checkbook to the no, wedding dude. and then decide based on what the food and venue no. is? Since, since my back. new life began, I don't even have a checkbook. That's the truth. I don't have checks. So it's got to be cash, right? Cash, as my dad would say, hey, cash is king. What are you going to pull Cash out? is king. Are you pull a white envelope out of, out of your coat? And I'm going to give her less because, I mean, it's everybody loves cash. cash. With him, it's a stack of ones. Relax. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, cash is king. In a ball. Hey, hold on. A, no, he, he does ones with a 20 around the outside. Yeah, man, so, so I like went a, to the bank. I got two crisp, clean $100 bills. Bam, boom, cash. Like my dad would do. Then Kavina licks his thumb. He's like, hold on one second. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. So you're already think you're already doing the math, right? You're like, okay, uh, here's what this person's gonna get per plate. Here you go. Best of luck. You don't, and have, a, you don't have like a standard. Yeah, it's a hundred dollars per plate. Seventy five. If you look it up online, it'll say seventy five dollars to a hundred dollars a plate. This is a conversation that yeah. no one and will that's agree regional. with. That's a regional, regional thing because very, I, I think regional. that's yeah, a it's very a, regional thing. Some people give a fucking toaster for a wedding. Some right. people say two fifty to three hundred dollars minimum yeah. gift. I have, a, I have a standard amount that I give per wedding. Yeah. If it's someone that I'm really close with, I up it by like a hundred or two hundred bucks. Is the standard for you three hundred dollars? Yes, three hundred dollars. Three hundred per couple. Four hundred or five hundred if it's like a really cl- if it's like a, if right. I'm in the wedding five bill uh, again regional and one fifty if I go by myself. She might get brave yeah. the brave little toaster on DVD. I saw it in a bargain bin. So anyway, and I that doesn't change if you have to travel. It doesn't. That's that's just part of the thing. Right. So you're doing the math already, and then. Because it's a theme, how would you describe a 1920s theme? It's how would a, you describe yeah, it? No, it's, a, it's Gatsby 1920s. It's like a 19, uh, yeah, 1920s Gatsby kind of. The flapper dresses and the yeah. whole uh, pinstripe suits and, and yeah. bow tie sort yeah. of thing. Pinstripe suits aren't really the Gatsby. Well, if you're rocking gangster style. That's more of the gangster 20s. Yeah, okay. but pinstripes are very 1920s, says the uh, guy at the mall who was uh, trying to help me deal with this hassle as well. Right. <laughs> See what I mean? Okay, now you said hassle. When we get there, yeah, everybody's going to have fun, and you're going to say, yeah, it was worth it. But leading up to it, it becomes more of a hassle, and the wedding should never be viewed, in my opinion, as a hassle. It should be viewed as a joyous event. I, Things like that I'm give one of the, the same, same anxiety as Halloween. Yeah, but by the way, yeah. But that's where it takes away. It doesn't take away. Intentions are good, but it takes away. It just adds a little. No, I don't want to go to the store and buy pants and bow ties and shit like that. I I don't want to do that. So I can wear it for the one time that I feel like dressing from a guy, a 1920s guy. I'll never wear this shit again. It adds to it. It adds to it. So, you know what it adds to? It adds to the overall cost, which takes away from my generous gift. Oh, so you're deducting? Yeah, so I don't. Th- I think it's counterproductive. You're missing my point. <laughs> you're deducting the cost. It of your makes. Sus- it, you're gonna take the suspender cost. You're, you're, and you're missing it? my point. I know my what point you're is, saying. It, We're it's all taking up, away. So. It's taking away from from the actual joyous moment a little bit, right? And then it's taken away from from. In my opinion, that's money I would give toward the gift. Oh, it shouldn't. But hey, when you're on a budget, that's a fact. You should show up with no socks on and be like, I, I was going to buy new socks, but I figured I'd give you the 10 extra dollars. Nope. Nope. I won't do that. I got all, gold toes on standby. All, you're wearing gold toes with a suit? Or like gold dress pants? toes. Oh, you don't think they make fucking dress socks? But you, you have oh, you have gold toe dress socks. Yeah, we well, think I'm wearing like cotton, like ankle fit. That's what you wear. That's three quarter. No, no, but that's what you wear every day. <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> three you quarter just... length. If I'm rocking the, the no show ankles, it means I haven't done my laundry. Three quarter length, always. Okay, so you can pants if you want to. You can leave your pants behind. Because if you don't pants, you know, friend of mine. Uh, that's from Topeka. Um, at weddings you go to. 
Do they have the dollar dance? That's Mauser in Cincinnati. I don't know what that is. The dollar dance. I've been to a couple weddings where they have had that. That's sort of a, a tradition in certain parts of the country. The do- you know what that is? No. The, is that a, is uh, that a, I'm going to mess this up. The bride goes around and people like throw money at her like she's a stripper. I think that's the right one. No, that's something like that. Do they send a little basket around, like a little church donation? Yeah, so it's sort of like that. But I think you... Oh, I take it? money every once in a while. Totally fucking this up because I've only seen it one time. The dollar dang. I leave a dollar, I take five. Is that what you did at church? Yeah, always. When they pass that, when they pass the basket to you, you're like, oh, thanks. I throw my, uh, <laughs> my, my gum in there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> thanks. All right, so uh, it's the show. It's Cavino and Rich. So we're all getting together after the show, and we're heading to a wedding. Yeah, it's going to be a new experience for me because I'm in a new situation, so that's... Oh, how a whole are you? Other story. Oh, there's, a few fa- there's a few things you got to figure out. You got to figure out. In. You got to figure out a few things before tonight. She's like, "Where's Steve? We're doing the conga line." Yeah, Steve's in the bathroom. That's how I roll. When the conga starts, I dip away. You with, uh, okay. Congas. You gotta get over this shit. I'll be honest. Like that's just like get over what? Get over being me? When you were like when you when you were twenty, I get it, right? When you were twenty, I get it. But you're a grown up. Yeah, grown-ups shouldn't have to fucking wedding. dance you're, if you're, they don't want to. You're 40 years old going to a wedding, and you're, and you're the guy avoiding the conga lines? Just conga lines. Get out of here, You're dude. so fucking worried. Nah, nah, it's not worried. It's being true to me. That shit ain't fun. That shit's corny as hell. I'm not into it. So, I'm being true to me. I am. What's true to you? Who are you? I'm not fucking dancing with a bunch of strangers. I don't know I mean, like that. I mean, you, know what the, you know what the corniest thing is? Fucking line dances, but you know what's fun to do at weddings? Line dances. Nah, I don't yeah. do that. It's I like don't do that either. When you're in group, I, I electric slide my way out the fucking uh, dance floor. Oh, God, you're the coolest. All right, so eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty nine. Gonna dance. Nope. Gonna have fun. I'm no, gonna uh, drink. I'm not doing any choreography. Right, we'll, we'll, you're not doing the, You're not doing the cupid shuffle tonight. No, you are I'm not. I'm gonna, what are you I doing? Gonna, the, the stupid shuffle? Don't worry. Get we'll show your girl a good time, uh, and you'll fucking yeah, just good, get good. She's gonna be fucking bouncing around. Yeah, she is. Pun intended. <laughs> All right. So, 866-969-1969. Let's go to the phones. You, the point is, all these themed events create more fun. But create the- more fun. I, I will not take away. Like like I said, I sort of ha- have the same anxiety in regards to Halloween, like like Spots said. Because it's is, more of a hassle. But, but what does Halloween turn into every year? A good time. If you do a costume. Bar. Right. Yeah. A good time. So, yeah, I got my whole little suspender bow tie thing going on. I bought pants. I'm going to wear a goopaline. I'm going to goopaline like a cholo You're at this party tonight. Yeah, yeah, wearing a goopaline. He's, he's going for like the paper boy 1920 suspenders yeah. look. We're going oh. as paper boy and the ditty. Oh, you'll be like the help. No, you're going as paper boy and the titties. <laughs> paper, paper boy and the titties. The tat. I'm going to squeeze some titties. So we're going to have a good time. Yeah, that, that's yeah. not in question. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying some of these things just take away. If you don't dance... Dude, why? I mean, you know who ruins you know what I it? Say? The pressure pushers I like I you. I want pressure pushers. You pusher. act like you're fucking Michael Jackson. You know what I say? I'm like Chris Brown, but I don't beat women. What's up? You're like fucking you're, Charlie Brown. Because your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. Well, go ahead. Fucking you guys, and you, you, want to. <laughs> you, you guys. Rerun. The white rerun here, everybody. White rerun well, on the show. I'm not even that. It's like at a wedding, I'm I'm white guy dancing. Come on, guys! It's, so it's a fun. wedding. Everybody, get up and dance like rerun. All right, let's go. Do, uh, I, do you want to say whose wedding it is or no? Because yeah, that sorry. that adds to the whole like yeah. get the fuck out of here. It's uh, it's our pal Jen. Jen's getting married today. And who is Jen for all the new people listening? Jen is my ex girlfriend. That's right. We're going to Rich's ex girlfriend's wedding. How do you like that? How do you like that? How do you like them apples? 
How do you like them Adam apples? That's a whole other story. Can I save that? Adam apples? You can save it. Yeah, save that. Adam apples. So there's a, a name uh, I'm sick of hearing. So there is a... Yeah, no, there's a there's a lot of fun to be had tonight. I just want you to... You're going to judge my dance moves, but I can't judge that. We're going to your ex-girlfriend's wedding. I, you could judge. I guess you could judge. I'm sorry. I'm just lovable. Either that or my wife. I think it's just my wife. Everyone likes my wife. I mean, she's hard to not love. She's a sweet person. I think my wife is the... I think my you're wife... Both, you're both very sweet people. That's that's not true. I know. You could... You could, you could you're just a little more annoying than she I'm, is. I'm annoying, but I'm saying yeah. Sarah is... My wife is possibly the kindest person ever. I'll do the Napoleon Dynamite dance tonight. I've been working on that. She and I and, and I gotta say that I'll, I'll brag all day about my wife. She's way nicer than I am, and I'm I feel like I'm a pretty nice guy. My wife, I, honestly, your wife, she's too nice. I would have told your ex girlfriend to fucking beat it. That's the truth. She's too nice. Did you just and, I, and I'm saying that in a negative sense? Did you just your give wife me, too nice? Did you just give me real talk. That's fucking real talk at, at its finest. <laughs> if I was a brother, I'd be like, yo, real talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife, you know, my wife. If there's only, if there's one bad thing I can say about your wife, she's too nice. People, wait, fall your ex girlfriend? What? People, get the fuck out of here. People fall in love with my wife. She's a doll. She's in the wedding. She's your only redeeming quality. That's true and untrue. Rich is a charming, nice fella. But she's the nicest person ever. All right, uh, let's see. Rich is overboard. Sarah's too nice. Although we're all going to have a great time, there's no question. I'm not trying to take away from that. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I feel like, you know, everyone tries to make so much of a spectacle of their own event that it takes away. It's almost a bit of an eye roll. Like, oh, really? Now we got to dress up like this and theme weddings and 18 events leading up to it. it you know, it's all too much. And. I don't know. I, I hate to sound like a humbug, but I feel like it takes away from the joyous event. I really do. Sal. Hey, Sal, Chicago. Yo, uh, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I love the show. Thanks. Thanks Second man. of all, uh, the dollar dance, uh, so I think it's a Midwest thing because every wedding I go to, we have one. And uh, the bride dances in the middle, and everyone kind of stands in line and gives her a dollar and gets to do like a, a slow dance or a fast dance or whatever. With oh, her. so you get dancing with the bride. It's almost like you're, right. you're, you're, you're donating money to dance with the bride. Right, exactly. Yeah, and um, also, I'm not. I love Cavino, but he's too cool for school. Come on, he's always been that. Hey, way. I, so it's not about that. Way. Yes, I get it. I get it. I get it. But that's not the case here. I'm just not a good dancer, and it's not fun for me. It's like it's a very uh, awkward feeling that I don't have fun doing. I'd rather have fun tipping my glass up, uh, enjoying a drink, and, and sharing some so your, laughs. Your dance skills come from your Irish blood. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a. Yeah, rhythm is a dancer. I'm not, not a dancer. Not, not you. Yeah, definitely not your Mexican or Italian roots. So you know, essentially, I have rhythm. I play instruments. I'm good at that, or I think I am. But I can't dance. My feet aren't good. Cavinos, not dancers. You know why? Because guilty feet have no rhythm. Let me tell you something about Cavinos. Uh, no abs, no matter how hard you try. And we're not good dancers. Not one of us. Not one of us. Your dad. The only good dancer is my little daughter. She your can dance. dad. My dad can't dance. He dances to one song. Uh, the Temptation song. What's that Temptation song? Or is it, there's the Four Tops. I'll By the way, there. you just shuffled your shoulders. Maybe you shouldn't Can't dance. get next to you, babe. I can't get next. That's the only song I've ever seen my dad dance to in my life. I can't get next to you. Yeah, bam, boom. Can't get next to you, what babe. What is that? Can't get next. Isn't it Can't Get Next to You, Spot? Uh, I think that's the only Wait song a minute. I've ever seen my Hold dad on. dance to. Hold on. Madera, California wants to know, 
Maybe you plan out breaking. Maybe you. Maybe you've been planning on breaking out some new moves tonight. Because just yesterday you said, yeah. Recently I've been stretching a little extra. Are you, are you, have you been like preparing to have some flexibility on the dance floor? Yeah, I'm gonna do uh, splits. Also, Kavita's gonna be like, guys, I've been preparing this. I'm gonna do Elvis moves into splits. Crazy. If they play Heat Wave Groove Line, then maybe I'll get on the dance floor. Hey, Big Steve's on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, make some room. Move. This is my song. Come here, Tensia. It's time for Big Steve to lay down the moves. I'm picturing him doing a little twinkle toes action yeah. right now. He kicks his shoes off so he can slide onto the dance floor in his business socks. This is the only song I've ever seen my dad dance to. And he starts clapping. Yeah, this is my song. Brothers know what I'm talking about. Oh, the brother with the bass. Oh. This is the only song I gets my dad to move. I can make the ship sail on dry land. But my life is incomplete and I'm so Maybe if they play this, I'll capture the spirit of my dad. Can't get next to you, babe. Can't get next to but, you. But what if what if Grooveline comes on? Because you said that that because I'll start uh, I'll start making some requests tonight. To get you out there. How about you just have a good time? Stop worrying about me. Nah, I was worried I'm about having you. fun. It's gonna be me and Jordan, and I'm having a good time with her, and and that's all I am concerned with. And of course, you know, having fun with you guys, and and I want Jen's wedding to be a, a sensation. But, but then, for but me, then, it's but just then again, I want to have fun. It's Friday night. I'm but, going out. But if this comes on, oh fuck, 1978. I'm out there, bro. I I bring my platform shoes just in case. All of a sudden, you're not even going to be able to control yourself. Your leg's going to start moving. Yeah. Hey, wait, what's going on? I'm going to ask the uh, the cleaning guy for his platform shoes and get on the, I get on the bar and start dancing. I'm going to grab the microphone. I just want to wish Shen a happy wedding. A happy wedding celebration. It's the 1920s. But we're going into the future, 1978. <laughs> yeah, bro. If they play this song, oh, it'll be like me and four black people there dancing on the floor. How many Sean, black people do you think will be there? Uh, that's a good question. Will I be the darkest guy at the wedding? One of? No. Her her husband plays uh, uh, professional sports. Oh, so, so a lot probably, of Dominicans? They'll be Dominicans there, too. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> he plays baseball, so yeah. I could be Hing! Yeah, right. uh, Big Poppy will be there. Big Poppy? All right. Uh, baby Steve, are you scared of the reality setting in? What reality? No, I'm hold scared on. of anything. No, no, no. Of the reality Bozos. setting in that what you look like and what you dance like. Like, someone might say, oh, Cavino, he's a smooth Latino dude. And oh, then yeah. They, and then the conclusion is like, no, he's not. Oh, yeah. I'm a major <laughs> letdown on the dance floor and in the bedroom. I, there's no... But that's that's oh, the point. Yeah. Like, maybe uh, uh, a Ever girl... tell you I tried to get smooth one time and, like, light a candle with this chick because she ex assumed that I was, like, this smooth Latin lover and I fucking dropped all the hot wax on my finger and I was like, ah! <laughs> And, dude, it ruined the night so bad she ended up leaving. I was like, yeah, but what about all the fucking uh, romance I had lined up? All right, so maybe... All right, yeah. Yeah, I'm not good on the dance floor. I'm not good in the bedroom. <laughs> it, you know, these are all uh, these are all assumptions. I get it, and it only adds to the letdown. Oh, this is, if uh, you get on the dance floor and you look like a goon, people expect you to look like a goon, so it's not that big of a deal. They assume that I could fucking cha-cha or do the salsa or some shit. Yeah, Guess what? Some, uh, I can't. They expect you to do the pasadoble. Yeah. They expect, they, expect, they expect me to be out there like Kimmy Gibbler's husband. With the moves. <laughs> Guess what? 
I don't have those moves. You be Because I'm only a half-breed Vato, and no one taught me how to dance. Why and I you, suck. It doesn't come natural, and I don't like it. I got a question. Yeah. This is, this is a wedding. Someone's wedding. Yeah, man. Yeah. Why do you think that anyone gives a shit about what you are doing? You're so self-centered that you think that everyone's going to be watching you. Because it's not something that comes natural to me, man. But I'm no good at other No one cares about what you're doing. It's a fucking wedding. Go out and dance and have fun and act Dancing's like a fool. Dancing's not fun for me. No, it's fun for me sharing laughs with people and having fun and drinking and talking. Yeah, and but eating. when all your friends that are there with you are out on the dance floor, don't you think you yeah, should be I'll out there be with out them? I'm not scared of it, but I, you see, you guys make it more of a deal than it is. I just, you know, you're no pressure pushers. I'm going there and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I feel natural doing. Maybe I'll be the dancing machine. Who knows? I by do the, things spontaneously. By the way, uh, someone wanted to let you know, no matter what happens tonight, have a good time, but don't yeah. worry because, you know, Bruno's not there to judge you when you're done dancing. <laughs> it's not like at the end they can be like, no, nah, and you can be like, so what do you think? I don't care. I Carry on Naba. That's not it. <laughs> hey, when they 7.5. 7.5. That's spots wedding. <laughs> Len Goodman. See how you guys turn everything into a fucking <laughs> stupid discussion about me? This is This was about all the expectations leading into the wedding and what takes away and what people create and and everything's a big extravaganza it's like hey everyone's getting married let's have a good time but what's with all the 15 events leading up to this wedding and all the other money we got to spend just to get there and and to prepare says the guy who has a birthday week that's not true. These My are all... birthday week. <laughs> That's not even true. All right, uh, Charlie in Austin. Hey, you're on. What's up, bud? Yo. Hey. What's happening? Uh, so, Cavino. What's happening? What, what's dance? happening? I'll tell you what's happening. I'm doing the dance tonight. I'm ride. doing the rerun dance. What's happening? Hey, uh, so if Cavino doesn't uh, want to dance. And no one cares what the fuck anybody's doing at a wedding. Why is Spot and Rich letting students so much that they don't want to dance? Just leave the fucking guy alone. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank maybe you. maybe I should, Charlie, just leave the guy alone. No, I'm just he's saying. So right though. That's that's with everything. Yeah, but but Charlie, we love to everything. We love to overanalyze if everything. Steve has a fucking uh, different pair. Of oh, Steve keeps oh, his I jacket know. on. Yeah, hey, why don't you take your jacket off? <laughs> you know, what everything I do is is judged. It's hysterical. If you just ignore him and don't let him dance at the end of the night, I swear to God, he'll be dancing. Right. You're absolutely right. When they played Gangnam Style Spots Wedding, who was dancing harder, stronger, and happier than anyone else? It was Gangnam Style. But and, and it was because uh, I wanted to. Five. When did you get married no five, years five years ago? Five years ago. Yeah, five years ago? That was the that was the biggest song at the moment, and Cavino's I never saw him have so much joy. <laughs> it was the happiest time in my life. Gangnam Style. Now, I'll tell you what. Uh, he hit the nail on the head. For all things Covino and Rich, follow us at Covino and Rich on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Covino and Rich. For a look behind the velvet rope of interviews. And more. Much more. On Faction Talk 103. So I was sort of uh, being boozled yesterday because uh, the, the hamster was like, yeah, I'll come by um, if we could watch The Bachelor. I'm like, the oh, the bachelor. Oh, you you're involved now. Oh. No, I'm not. That's, oh, what, no, that's what Drew it. Max said. No. Drew Max said, welcome to the club. I said, no, yeah, bro. not a club. No, I welcome be to the club, bro. And welcome, bro. I know every season's going to be different and all that, and I'm not here to harp on the bachelor or whatever, but I did say, yeah, fuck it. I'll make the sacrifice. So, so Come what you're by. saying Cause, is. Because, you know, my TV habits so when you're, cramp her TV habits, and she wants to sort of, you know, catch up on things, and she was feeling sort of lazy, and she was like, yeah, I'll come by for sure if you're down to watch some of the stuff I want to watch and catch up on. 
And I was like, well, yeah, fuck it, you know. Well, let's let's uh, I want to squeeze some cheeks. I'll do that while you uh, while you, while you watch the basketball. Uh, I delete. I I can't find it anymore. But you're a uh, hamster J. Your girl hit yeah. me up last night with a little video spot. She hit me up with a video. How did you lose that? I guess it was on Snapchat. Oh. So it disappears. No, she hit me, and uh, it was just a snap of her saying, "Look, look at look at Kavina watching The Bachelor," and he looks at the camera, he's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like, I gotta be honest, I, you were, I watched you were the reluctant. whole thing. You were reluctant. Listen, it's two fucking hours. If you fast forward through it and DVR it, yeah. you, you cut into that time, but it's fucking long. But you know, what sucks about it for me though. I feel like I, I I feel like my mom. I turn into my mom when I'm watching this because I get real like. Not negative, but hateful. Like I start hating, meaning like I start cutting up on everybody. I'm like, this guy, this fucking guy. There's 24 women fighting for this nerd. Are you serious? He is one of the more. He is one of the more doofy. Watching Mr. Rogers on The Bachelor. He's the most boring fucking guy. I'm like, they all love this guy. But no way. No way. I agree. No way. I I mean, he's he's traditionally handsome, but not. He shouldn't be The Bachelor. Not an ugly guy by any means, but sort of a doofus. Right? I mean, what's his clout that he was like a... And he's not even a famous a race, race car, car driver, driver but he was a race car driver. I don't know. I mean, whatever. All Jerry know, was a race car driver. All I know is that... You're right. Not You wouldn't assume that 24 relatively attractive, beautiful women are fighting over this guy. So I start hating on this guy, you know, and, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't like to be that guy, but I can't help myself. And I'm like, this guy? Are you kidding me? So... He was on a, oh God, now I sound like the biggest limo because I'm going to bring up a part. He was on a, a vineyard date, but he ends up kicking the girl off the show anyway. But there was a moment where they're sitting down small talking and I turned to Sarah and I said, this guy's so fucking lame. They're I was like, this so seems like the boring. Wor- this seems like the worst date ever. I'm embarrassed for both of them. I, and, and I really have no takeaways other than uh, there's actually one girl that I, I was sort of talking to while I was in the mist on the show, which is so fucking random. Uh, mm. and, and the one I'm with mm. was supposed to be on yeah. this season. And I think she would have did really well. And I'm sorry to get in the way of her life, to be honest. But uh, that was just by <laughs> chance, you know, because she was such a fan and, and was asked to go on the show and things like that. But anyway, that's a whole other story. I, I, I watched just, it. I think you just told it. Yeah, I, I watched it. <laughs> I don't think there's much more to it. And you know what? Uh, I can see why people are entertained by it, but it's not something that I feel good watching when I'm done. You know, I'm like, oh, I hate myself a little more after watching that show. I know you find it to be mindless entertainment, but I feel like there's no redeeming I get, I get, quality or, or redeeming benefit at all. I get aggravated when I see this doofus guy making out with all these good-looking girls that in my mind he should not be involved with but and it starts making me think all these other things right i start thinking really superficial i start thinking things that make me not like myself like i said i start hating and i'm like thinking to myself i wouldn't want to give any of these girls a rose any not one of them not one of the 24 Kavino's too good for any of the girls that were nationally yeah, casted on a dating show that's how i feel when i watch it i'm like they're all busted they're all annoying all busted they're all average average they're all average. okay you know, nothing to write home about. What do you think about. you are? Fucking better than them. That's how I felt. Sorry. You know, and again, I, that makes me feel you like think, a douche. I get it. Do you think you're better than them? Hey, bro, I'm, 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 I'm creating the point. I'm, the I'm not girls, appreciating my own mindset here, but that's how I feel. The girls that grabbed your wiener in the barrio while you were in the mist? Hotter than those girls. Not even close. You are fucking deluded. Hotter than those yes. girls. Oh, uh, yeah. Fat girl with big titties from the barrio <laughs> that you're like, yo, look at this. Uh, I'm like, oh. No, no, no. No, girl with fat titties from the barrio. <laughs> oh, that's you, right. you put the fat in the wrong part of that oh, sentence. Okay, okay. Sem- semantics, Rich. Yeah. Semantics. Oh, oh, See how, how the placement uh, of the word fat could ruin the whole thing? 
So what was saying. it? Girl with fat titties? Yeah, he said yeah. fat girl with titties. Oh, girl uh, with fat titties in the barrio. Yeah. yeah, come on. Well, anyway, you're not impressed with the girls? Not at I, all. I think a couple of them are, are uh, very attractive. Keep in mind, in person, a lot of these girls are way hotter, meaning you see those girls in person, you're all, I'm telling you, sometimes in person, way better than on TV. Yeah, I, I, I believe that. I do buy into that. And then I start thinking about all these other things. You know, that you and I talked about after the show yesterday, like, you know, well, what is love? And I'm leading Rich to his own theory and his own point, which he said so eloquently off the air yesterday on our ride home. And, and I'm, I'm hoping he could deliver it here on the show. I'm the worst. Uh, you know, because it does make me think about, well, what is really meant for you? You know, who's to say? I wish there was some sort of validation some sort of blueprint some sort of factual way to know that you're in the right scenario because god knows i don't want to make another mistake in my life i don't have the time for that nor the patience or the mm -hmm. the room left in my heart so oh. more than ever i'm like well man i hope i'm my doing heart. the right thing and then when you watch a show like this you can't help but think well you know, how, how do you know? How do you know what's right for you? But I believe that some of these girls really fall into the moment, and it does make you question, well, like, are we just falling? Are we all victims of the moment for the most part? Well, like, like who's to say uh, where I'm at is where I'm supposed to be? It feels that way, so I'm not undermining where I'm at right now by any means, you know, with all due respect, because I respect women. Uh, but... You know, are we all victims of the moment, victims of the circumstance, really? You know, I don't know. I, it's hard to explain. You know, there's a lot of beautiful women out there. I think you could really fall for a, a lot of people if given the opportunity. And I'm going to, and I, I'm going to, I'll dive into this right now with my theory, but uh, I think we're at Mauser, man. I know you were only in the, I know you were only technically on the market for about a year, less than a year. Yeah. But you really should have tried to be the bachelor. You could have went in there and said, listen, I fill no. my hair with black pencil. I waterproof my shoes. I, I got the onyx earrings. Like, you could have really sold yourself as the next bachelor. Yeah. I could have been, yeah. I could have totally. <laughs> these yeah. shoes. All those ladies would have been fighting. We could do fantasy dates in wet places. Oh my my God. shoes are waterproof. And the way he scratches his inner hairy man thighs is so dreamy. I was thinking about you, like... I, I know you live vicariously through this show because that's like your fantasy, yeah. but I feel like you're past you're, you're past the age limit now. Oh, yeah. No, the, the guy's our age, I think. I think he's like 30. He's a little younger than me. I think he's 37, 36. Yeah, he's a year or so younger than me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm way right. past it. This is, I'm too old for the show now. That's why I, I think that's really you why you're crying second. lately. Can I see you for a second? No, I'm scratching my thighs. Yeah. What's the fan? Back. I have no interest in that. Do you want to go on, on silly shows Do you like want to go in the fantasy suite? Yeah, hold on. I got to... Uh, I got a beef first. Oh my god, what's that smell? Oh my god! Why does the fantasy suite smell like? Sorry, ladies. Oh, jeez. Oh, so, Sorry. yesterday on the way home, we were talking about what really is love because people will mock a show like The Bachelor. And then I said to Kavino, "How is that any different than anyone else's dumb story?" Meaning, every single person out there that has a husband, a boyfriend, a, a wife, or a girlfriend has their own little story and thinks and, their story's and magical. And they make their they think they have the magical tale. They think they got the Cinderella story. They th they romanticize their own little meetup of how they met their husband, wife, boyfriend, and girlfriend, and it's no more special and no one cares about your story really except you because it it's never truly that remarkable 
unless it's at one of a hundred couples that they met in the most spectacular way. But for the most part, these people met on a reality show, which essentially is they met at work. They're, they're cast members on a reality show they met, and it's very easy to fall in love with an attractive person who has a good personality. Maybe not it, fall in love, but fall for. Yeah, no, yeah, fall in love and fall for. Let's just, you're right, there's a distinction. But very easy to fall for, and if you disagree with me on this, you're wrong as could be. It's very easy to fall for an attractive girl with a good personality. Who smells good. And if she smells good, yeah, if she smells good. If you, if you throw a smoking hot girl, oh, like with, like freshly showered, oh yeah, oh yeah. Spot throw a smoking hot girl with charisma that smells good in front of charisma. The black chick I graduated high school with. No, she, no, hey, she, what's she, up, Steve? No, charisma. She went to uh, she went to prom with uh, Chiron. Yeah, you, she dumped you. They were uh, <laughs> prom king and queen, class yeah. of ninety four. Mm. Hey, by the way, you know, as we as we get into this, you know what else I noticed though? Yeah. On The Bachelor. And again, this all leads to our love discussion and proving that there is no correct formula. And there's a lot of people who judge and a lot of people who are critical on how people met. We're going to get to that and solve this mystery together with your help and your phone calls. 866-969-1969. It is unbelievable how brain dead and annoying a lot of these girls are. You actually do. And you called this out the other day, maybe on or off the air, I forget. These girls are like, bye. You actually hear my hi, but hi, my spot. I, jo- I joked with you last week. I heard week. at least five bays. I joked with you last week about Yesterday. how one or, of the uh, least, how yeah. one of these girls said she had a traumatic experience as a kid with bumper cars, and we were mocking that and making fun of it. That yes. same girl on this week's episode, well, she finally yeah. got kicked off, but she had a dr- traumatic experience. Oh, way to blow it, Rich. With a dog as a kid, she was I'm like, not doing they, they, this there, there with was, dogs. There was. There was a group date where picture, this is like most girls' dream date. The guy's like, all right, we're all going to meet in the park, and all these puppies come running towards him. So the girls get to essentially play with puppies in the park before they go out for uh, boozing. And the one girl's like, puppies in the park? I had a traumatic experience with a dog once. Oh <laughs> I wouldn't want to be around this person. Bye. <laughs> so anyway, it's, it's so vapent as we say here on the show. But go ahead, Rich. Tell them. The collective them listening, hanging right now, tell them what you told me. I don't need to to lead you there again, do I? No, I I told you that everyone romanticizes their story. And their story is no better or no more romantic than anyone else. If you say, hey, here's an attractive person with charisma, it's very easy to fall for them. So, in fact, it's... It's understandable how these people actually do fall for people on these shows. I believe because wait, most what, of it. Because what's your story? How is your story so much better? Oh, I met uh, I met Cindy at work, and we started talking, and then uh, destiny dr- and drove and, and uh, got drunk in a happy hour. That's yeah, really no, but it's fine. That's really better. Circumstance. Hold on, but you're discounting the uh, you know the the connection you're discounting that the, this has to sync up and not everybody gets with everybody yeah but spot you know otherwise we'd the all bachelor- be get, you know, there wouldn't be a problem everyone would be uh, partnered up yeah, yeah but, but the bachelor has more options therefore his his decision making involved way more research than the guy who just happened to be at his yeah. fucking office like, like yeah. spot the whole it goes back to the chris rock like uh you're only as loyal and faithful as your options people people that are dating that are attractive and have a lot to offer when they settle down, I almost 
value that love a little more in my mind. I know that yeah. sounds terrible, but in my mind, I'm like, yeah, they're settling down yeah. and they really love each other. That guy has a. When you see some guy, that's what you think of yourself, right? Oh, look at this guy. Yeah, no, think about it. Sample size has a lot to do with it. If some, war, if some warlock um, meets some girl and the girl's like, I like you, and he's like, oh my god, someone likes me, and he settles down with her, I mean, is that a, is that as impressive? I do love when mutants find other mutants. Me well, too. there's there's a mutant for every. Mutant. I think it's just I think it's just as hard to be honest. Mutants it's, finding mutants. Well, that's why they hold on to each other extra tight because they know that after that person finding another mutant isn't that easy to do, that's right? Why they put each other's hands in each other's back pockets. All right, all right, hold on. I'm leading Rich to his fucking awesome thoughts now. Because as you said yesterday, I'm I'm way better off the air. Yeah, is, Rich which is, is way uh, better off. Terrible for my career. He, he's very distracted <laughs> on the air and excited and hyper and things like that. So. Think about it this way, guys. If Warlock A meets female Warlock B at the local dive, the local small town bar, and there's four people called there. Called the bar. Oh, yeah, called the bar, and the, the four bar. local drunks are there. You know, the sample size is small. All they have is each other. One happens to sort of like the other, so they grasp on tight. And, and they stay together. That and that's and, and the, how is that any better more, or, that, or, or or any more of a better decision than the guy who has tons of options? Really gets to go on dates with all of these people, yeah. right? I, I, gets it, to know them. You can't and then makes it. a decision. He actually made more of a yeah, but a thought but out on. decision than the guy who was just hold given on, a, a, it's, a it's, shitty circumstance. It's about it's, meeting someone on a reality show under the circumstances no. where I get it. Everyone's drinking. It's in a fantasy world. There's not. It's not real life. But meeting attractive people that are charismatic, falling for them is is easy. And that love story. I know what uh, what do they say? One out of every like five years, the couple on the on those shows type uh, type of shows make it. But how? Like I said before, oh, uh, Cindy met Carl at the office at a happy hour, and they got drunk, and uh, he would always see her in the office. How is that more romantic? Or hey, I, uh, look at everyone you know's story. My sister met her husband at a club. My brother happened to be in the same dorm room as his wife. Are those more romantic stories? Spot, you met your wife because she, her hometown was where you went on vacation, and you met her. Is that more romantic? I think it is. Okay, we but found, also we found each other miles away, Rich. Also, spot Actually, this comes down to. Uh, people with options and less options, attracted people and people who aren't that attractive. Yeah, but, but but you put but like the Bachelor, you put the Bachelor. You know, you put me in a room, let's say, or you in a room. Let's look because Rich thinks he's awesome. Let's put Rich in a room oh, with. Uh, mean, why are you being why are you being a dick today? I don't know. With twenty beautiful women, just yeah, you're gonna want to uh, uh, you know marry all those those treaks that are in there. But that doesn't mean you could be in a room with twenty gorgeous women and not like any of them to settle down with. You could force yourself to, but that uh, someone in that room might not be the perfect match for you. Yeah, no one's arguing that. But what we're trying to say here is take the bachelor out of it. Yeah. I think if you're a person with options, right? Remember, you're as faithful as your options. I, I'll give you. I'll give but you an you're also making might... a better, I, th I think, thought out decision originally if you have more options. I, I think I complimented Cavino when I when I was saying this in the car yesterday, spot by saying the fact that Cavino has someone that he want that he's exclusive with and dating and really cares about is more impressive to me because I know Cavino and I've seen him over the last year and he's had options. So for him to 
feel confident with that means he really like because there's a lot of people that hit us up and they say wow Cavino I don't know I mean I feel like you should be single and I'm like you don't think Cavino has thought out his you know options op- over the last year of his life like I mean you know what options uh, help you figure out what you don't want that's all options are good for I can see that options is a, is a double-edged sword I think you're making a, a more thought out a more accurate decision but it also leads you down a terrible path because you realize you have other options and that's why you're never prone to hold on tight when when problems arise and that's where the flip side of things people with less options tend to last longer and frown upon people who've made their decisions yeah. with more options i absolutely agree say what's up to charles and did that uh, make sense yeah absolutely did. okay you really need to rewind and listen to what i said again i think uh charles in west virginia <laughs> you're on the Cavino and rich show we're trying to figure out like you know it's, what it's love a, is and, yeah. and why why it's, it's these not a, connections mean more to others and, than other people. It's and, not a matter of giving credit to the people finding love on a dumb reality show, but it's saying, is that love any – is it really that drastically different than people meeting on Bumble or Tinder? It might be better. Or at the bar or, hey, uh, you know, I met my, uh, my, my wife was my next-door neighbor's sister or something. Is that, is that any better? Okay, to, to, to finalize it, though, you could use – me or the bachelor, whoever is the example, right? Yeah. If I've got plenty of options, and I know that, and I chose just one, I have more faith in that. Wouldn't you have more faith in that than the guy who doesn't so have many options at all, but it just grasped on to the first one that he found? So you're saying that people with better options have a, have a stronger and better love than people with less options? Yeah, they, ha- they have a stronger Not decision a stronger made. Love, and, uh, but unfortunately, it's a double-edged sword because those same options, it's a blessing and a more- curse. Those same options that help them make such a good decision also lead them astray. So you're saying uh, a warlock love. Warlock love is the love warlock by love is just is just someone settling and they really don't care for the other person. But someone like you who, who could have banged anyone you want. Uh, that love is, is means more. Yeah, basically. Thanks. So we'll take your that's phone like, calls. That's like that's like, the, that's like the most like egotistical, disgusting thing I've ever Why? heard. Why? Why? You guys, you guys side. sound like assholes right now. It's the flip side. You sound side, like but, assholes I, uh, right now. Of course, that's the point. I love. I, you know what? You know what I picture? You know what I picture? Everybody that judges things like that. Spot, I, you know what I picture? Why, why the two of you. Why are you linking me into this? I said nothing. It's Rich's theory. I just no. You know what I You know what I picture? The two of you fucking. You know. Uh, uh, or sweeping your hair back, sitting in your fucking BMW, driving home, uh, uh, talking about how awesome the two of you are. Oh, my God, we have such beautiful women in our lives. And how awesome it is that we decided to choose these women over other women. That's what I picture went on yesterday. And you were like, this is the greatest idea I've ever had about love. I think it makes perfect sense when you think about it. Continue. And it's a fair argument that a lot of people aren't confident enough to make because of the backlash. There, there would be people in less uh, fortunate situations in regards to options that would judge things like that unfairly. Spot, why are you being so rude? Because why? Because they met the fucking <laughs> local, uh, you know, person at the bar. Rich is right about that. Is that story any more romantic than anything else? They didn't have any as many options. They bought the only shirt at the store. Yeah, but sometimes you just you just stumble Kavino across the, someone, Kavino. and that's a, that could be a magical destiny. Uh, no, no, dude. Destiny the war, the war, I had the a warlock. full mall of, of of shirts to choose from, and that's the one I chose. This guy had one shirt, and he said, "I guess I'll wear it." And he said, "Fuck, it fits okay." How do you not see what Rich is trying to say? Huh? I do. What's up, Charles? 
Hey, I hope Sarah's at home listening to know how fortunate she is that Rich decided to choose her and all his options. But it goes both but ways. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Charles, Charles, call Charles. Sarah right now. No, no, no. Charles, Charles, you're hitting on something. Don't don't lose your thought. Not only did Rich oh, hold on, not only did Rich have to choose that shirt now, right? Sarah has more yeah. options than Rich. She has fucking three oh, malls per- of the shirts permutations to from. of this relationship coming together. Bro, I can't handle the it's math. Fucking mathematics. <laughs> it's true. Where hey, if you don't like the facts, tough titties. That's life. The fact is Sarah it's had even more check. options, right? Yet Sarah still chose Rich. The hey, odds of that happening are awesome way. Way astronomically different than All the two these mutants wanted us, that and did. we fucking put our hey, dicks away and you know chose what? these. You know what? Yeah, you're right, buddy. Truth hurts. Let's drive our BMWs and go get some uh, Starbucks. Not only did Rich Theodore, have to make that choice, later. love ya. Sarah had to make that choice. For her to make that choice, she had to be that even more confident to say, "No, no, no, I'm choosing this buffoon." Spot. What don't I mean? What don't you get about the theory? I understand the theory, but you have to realize how bad. fucking conceited. No, it because sounds. the because the the options and that and the life is, know, is but, a blessing I, and a curse. Only bring You've made up. a good decision, but all those other options, like I said, never really go away. They never really go away, and, and and you you rely and become confident that hey, if this doesn't work out, I still got a fucking wall full of t-shirts any, to try. If, out. Honestly, if anything. I would say the mutants have more options because there's oh. more mutants in this world than attractive so, people. You're so Let's dumb. Be no, that's, a, that's a good. That's a good no, uh, counter argument. No, no, I think it's a, there's good no argument there because the mutants want the good-looking people. It's a, no, I don't know about that. It's a good hey, counter hey, argument. Spot, um, I only bring this up because you you would be amazed at how much feedback we get of people questioning why Kavino's even thinking of uh, I guess settling down or having a girlfriend after you know oh, you know he's, b- a, he's a serial monogamist. I mean that's obvious. Yeah, but. Well, I'm also no. no you see, monogamous. I say family guy. That's not true. I'm I'm a family person, a family oriented guy. I've known I've known you for uh, almost 20 years now. You've never been alone. And you know, I'm I'm looking for someone who wants a family and wants more kids and things like that. We're talking a little relationships, and you know, it's based on my observations of The Bachelor and things that Rich was talking about yesterday. About well, how. You know, people like to frown, myself included, on uh, how could this doofus possibly find love in this scenario? And Rich's theory is, well, how is it any different, if not better, than how other people find connections in love? Yeah. Oh, because I you mean, guys hey, met at the office, that's know, more romantic? Do you know someone you could set me up with? Or, oh, yeah, we met drunk at a bar. Or, oh, it was my neighbor. Or it happened to be the uh, the girl I met at the coffee shop. Are, they, are these really much So uh, I'm back in Rich up and saying that, you know, the fact that... Certain people have more options, makes their choice more difficult. I, I know people that are happily married that met on Match.com, and you can see more of that with Bumble and Tinder and all these dating sites. Oh, we met on Plenty of Fish in 2012. Like that's re- that's way better. That's better than uh, some fake bachelor thing. And They're all equal. Look, it sounds very uh, vapid, vapid and vacant, and 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 maybe even condescending at times. I've tried to use the word options more than anything. That doesn't necessarily mean good looks and things like that. You know, there's a lot of things in life that provide you with options. And there's a lot of butthurt people, I'm reading the feedback right now, that don't want to hear the truth. And they immediately associate it to good looks. And and that's part of it. Yeah, so if I did maybe allude there, uh, I've used the word options specifically for this discussion. I, You know what, though? I would argue that people with options make um, a better decision no, no, no. but it's, dub- it's a no, no, double-edged no, no, no. sword I i'm gonna say people people, hold on hold on i say that it's you, a harder decision to it's make it's a harder decision not better decision That's people a with uh, people with options 
almost might make a worse decision, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. People with options, they're they're dating, they're seeing all these people, they're dating, they're dating, they're dating, they're dating. People with options settle down with the person they're with when they're ready to settle down. Oh, yeah, and people point. and people with that option spot settle with the only like Rich, fucking option. Like Rich, had you yeah. met Sarah when you were twenty two years old, do you think you would have married her? No, but you can't discount and say just because I'm like, uh, hey, a, a bell went off and it's like, well, bing, time to get married. No, because, yeah, but no, but, no but I'm saying you're 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 still young, you're making mistakes, uh, you want to have fun. You get to a point in your life where you're like, yeah, I'm ready. Oh, I, you yeah. know what? I'm ready, and I found the right girl. This is the time to settle down. Yeah, but I would have preferred to be single five more years. Okay. Yeah, someone once told me you, uh, know, like, uh, you still had a lot of tread on those tires. Uh, Donnie Caldwell said. Hit us up on Facebook. You can play along at home at CavinoAndRichListeners.com. He says, Spot's right. They both sound like dickheads right now on this take. Why shit on the value that other people put on their relationship story? Hell, I'm happy when I see two ugly people together, even though I hope they don't procreate. Now, I agree with that. I, I think it's it's beautiful when you know one mutant found his uh, partner mutant in crime. But I, I can answer that question, and I say this. It's simple. Because it's always frowned upon from the mutant side <laughs> as if it's easy to make one choice with all these options. It's much easier to make a choice when there's not a lot of options. Now, fact. why don't... But it doesn't why mean doesn't it's a bad it, relationship but no, but, last. No, but it doesn't because mean... you're faithful, uh, you, you have faith and confidence that there's other options if this doesn't work out. But I think uh, I agree with Spot in that I think more options, more options gives you... Gives you the ability to think you're making a better. It's not necessarily a better decision. I agree with Spot there. I don't think more options means you're going to make a better decision. I think more options just it really just gives you choices at the end of the day. It allows you to make a decision. Oh yeah, no, you have you you could you. It doesn't mean it's going to be a better decision though. I agree with Spot on that. Just so, because just because someone has the ability to date a lot of people doesn't mean they're going to choose the right person. It just means that. So what is, what is love is the other question that Hathaway's been asking that we said we're going to try to answer. Look, it's many things. And that changes once you become a parent. You know, because once I had a kid, I said, well, you know what? These people are disposable. No offense. Uh, my own kid, that's love. That's true love right there. But for the sake of this conversation, it's, it's knowing you have options, but you still choose one. And being committed enough, committed enough to stick to that one, even when problems arise, working through it together. You know, to me, that's really what it comes down to, the end. A lot of people know they have options, unwilling to work it out because of those options. So like I said, oh. it's a double-edged sword, a blessing and a curse. We bring this up confidently because, you know, it's an open forum here, and other people love to frown on the option side or the bachelor mm -hmm. who's the jump off of this discussion. And again, this is Rich's theory, so if you don't like it, yell at him. I love how you back out of it when it, my theory was originally about you. Uh, let's uh, go to your feedback. It wasn't. It was about The Bachelor. Anyone who saw it, we're the most interactive show on, yeah, but the on bachelor, radio. The so Bachelor, I didn't we, watch it until yesterday, so if my theory but, in the car was not about The Bachelor. It was it, about... It absolutely was. You were talking about... That's what we were talking about. Okay. Uh, you, you can see... You act as if you've never seen an episode of The Bachelor prior to the yesterday. Yeah, Facebook... No, no, but, I, okay. I've never really watched... I mean, I've seen bits and pieces. Facebook.com oh, slash Covino and Rich. Facebook.com slash Covino and Rich. We uh, did a little Facebook Live post about this yesterday after the show, so... Uh, any other last words, Rich? Oh, let's see. I'm reading the feedback. Fairmont, Minnesota... Uh, what is it? Minnesota? Said, uh, people with options always know they have options. Us mutants may be more appreciative because that's all we have. 
Hey, no one called that person a mutant. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> if we're offending you, then I guess you think you're a mutant. That's your own issue. Uh, Kingston, Ontario says too many options lead to indecision. Like I said, double-edged oh. sword. That's the double-edged sword. You know, you, you you don't know. You're never confident in that Say, I'm just saying. I'm, I think I'm saying it's also it's very easy to fall for someone. Very easy to fall. If you're actively dating, it's very easy to fall for someone. Now, having a connection where you're like, yo, I love this person. I'm in love. That's one thing. But falling for someone is the easiest thing in the world. Get a good-looking girl that's charismatic, and you could easily fall for her. That's a fact. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm getting some feedback for the sake of hypocrisy. He goes, well, doesn't Cavino's last situation prove your theory wrong, Rich? I said no, it doesn't. No, I said it doesn't make. I said options doesn't make you make the right decision. I said option just gives you the ability to make a decision. I said no, it doesn't because although you know I was chosen in that scenario because there's there's two people that are needed to make this work. You know, the other partner chose to move on, and that equals love done because there was confidence in the fact that there was other options. So it's a blessing and a curse. You know, that's really what it comes down to. I think a lot of times we put a lot of stock into, wow, they really made it last. Good for them. But in reality, well, what were their choices? To be alone? Some people some people choose to be alone. But no, I know, no, no, I know. No, no, no. But what I'm trying to say is they know that it's not going to be easy to find another person. Some people that know that the minute they are not in their relationship, they could be dating tomorrow. That person knows they have options. Yeah. Makes it easier to possibly move on. Yeah. So it's easy to pull the plug on a relationship. So, Spot, you're like, right. To wrap it up, like the, the, the person I'm with right now, right? Yeah. There's a bit of confidence oh, in I me said, I said to, Spot, because I'm thinking, well, Spot. this girl's got plenty of options. And I've, I've seen other guys she's dated, and she chooses me at my worst. She must really like me. This, oh, okay. this side is often frowned upon. So, hey, you know, this is our chance to uh, defend it and, 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 again, base it on The Bachelor, even though I'm not a big fan of the show at all. You know, you could see how what they find could be no different than anything else as you tie it into options. All right, gotcha. so there you go. The yes. end. The end. Um, the end. Yeah. No, you know what I was gonna say. It's it's such a weird conversation. It's a polarizing people get, discussion. Yeah, but tough get, I'm, I'm looking at I'm, I'm looking at some of the feedback and like what your real answer wants to be is mean. So you can't really. It's like a hard. It's a hard discussion to have. No, let loose. Let loose. Yeah. No, no, not at all, guys. Why? No, let loose. Let's hear it. Be the villain, Rich. You're Fuck such you. a great no, villain. Yeah, bro. You're Hollywood Dickie Davis. No, no, I'm not being Dubious Dickie Davis. Dubious Dickie Davis. Come on. Tell them what you told me. I told you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 what happened? Let's hear it. Why? What was the comment Come that on. ruffled your ridges? No, nothing ruffled my ridges. I'm just saying like... Uh, it doesn't I have to be it. mean if you put it as... as okay. As... Yeah. If you don't think it out. Don't attack anyone yeah, personally. I'm... I'm but- I know that looks are a part of the big equation because if you don't have physical attraction... The, that that's a that's one of the pillars of a relationship. I do realize that. Dude, that's the other thing. I, Com- I, I, I wait. Do you, do you want my? Do you want to interrupt? Do you want my answer? Yeah. Don't you know? See, you know, dude, look, he, he gets in his dick zone. You don't need to be uh, salty about you it. You just told me to be an asshole. Okay, right. I know. Okay, continue then. What do you want? No, no, no. You're right. You're right. 
Yeah, I, loose, bro. I'm, wait, I, yeah. I'm waiting for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I know looks are an important part of a relationship. It's what you could say trust and camaraderie. You could say oh, um, physical with, attraction is huge. It's a, it's a, it's it's one of the biggest parts. So when people ignore it, I, I'm I roll. I give the biggest eye roll of all time. Like uh, almost but like how do you know, that, that, do you you know, know people gif, are ignoring you know that, it though? You know that gif it's of like it's uh, garbage. You, you know the Robert, you bought a house because it had character, but you didn't care what it looked you know, like. like on Ro- the you know that meme where it's Robert Downey Jr. or is it the, the 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 gif of Robert Downey Jr. with the biggest eye roll ever? Like to, it, picture like the gif or the image of like the biggest eye roll ever. Like oh, I roll my eyes when I read some of the feedback. This, like uh, this lemon had a good one. No, but Rich is making a really good point right like, now. Like I give you one piece. You guys amuse me. With your shallow relationship uh, goals and expectations based on looks, and I'm like, so, so what do you want? Are you like, just Dude, like, I purposely said options. You could be just powerful, talented, charismatic. There's a lot of things that, why that do, justify your reasoning for options. People, people like ignore. I don't know if it's like ignore or don't want to acknowledge that whole part of a relationship where people, you know, yeah, but everyone, just because you don't see it doesn't mean that person doesn't see it. And I'm, not, and I'm not using Kavino's example over and over, but it, it's it's just a really good relevant one where if the girl Kavino's dating now is in her 20s and she's fucking hot and cool and has a great personality, how are you saying that? How, how are you saying that that's not? How are you saying that that's the same as some fucking quiet warlock that lives at home and doesn't date? <laughs> how is that the same? Like someone someone with options. Could have a more difficult time sometimes deciding to settle down. So when they do, you could say, "Well, they really thought this out more." But then those options leave uh, leave it also tricky too, because you you know that if, if it's not working out, you could easily find someone else. There's pros and cons of it. Difficult to commit. How do you, how do you make like, it? Why why stay in something if I have other options? And but how could you also say that? How could you also say that? Attraction and looks aren't such a major part of a relationship when so many people end up cheating and monogamy is an issue and people are up to no good and there's scandals and they do all these things. Then, then why would they do that spot if looks weren't important? That's not a, a, an attract an, an important part of attraction. No, but I'm saying like, wh- why well, do- looks are an important part of attraction? Well, that's what Rich is saying. Why, so why, why do, do people downplay? Why that? do people downplay it and then people end up cheating and breaking no, up? We're, and we're, why do Rich people, is- people complain about? Oh, I don't have sex. I'm in a sexless marriage. I'm this. I don't, uh, my my you know my wife and I where we don't have that connection. And then they're fucking jerking off to hot girls and they're and they're doing this. I still jerk off to hot girls and I appreciate my wife. You jerk off to hot girls and you appreciate your yeah, but wife. What I'm saying is why, why do people make it seem Twerksome, like uh, I don't know. People just make it seem like looks don't matter and that's, No, no, I no. Think but like here's the thing. Like, I think it's something ugly people say. Here's here's Oh, I, there it is. There yeah! it is. Here's where I think that you're discounting that that people who are with people that you consider ugly, they might find that you can't comprehend that someone might find a mutant attractive. You can't comprehend that because to you they're not attractive. But to this person who's with this other person, they probably they most likely find each other attractive. Then Otherwise, they, they wouldn't. Then be what together. do they think of of traditionally attractive people? I mean, everyone acknowledges there's, there's traditionally attractive people. Rich, uh, Cavino, myself, we we haven't looked at con- uh, you know uh, people that are attractive when we have attractive people in our lives. All right, I have a question. Whoever, We're not attracted whoever, to whoever other marries, attractive people. Whoever marries or is with. Um, Okay, let me give, give me someone that we could all agree on that it's not mean. All right, I'll give you one. Uh, Honey Boo Boo's mom. Uh, what is Mama that? June. Mama June. Oh, yeah. Mama June. Mama June. Right. Now, now whoever ends up with you Mama would. June. Well, listen, listen, Spot. Here's my question to wrap it up then. Whoever ends up with Mama June, right? Yes. What do they think of traditionally good-looking people? 
they think Mama June, they, they like Mama June's looks, or do they just say, well, I can't get those other people, so I'll stick with Mama June? I'll just jerk off to other attractive people. I'll jerk off to the people I can't get, but I'll be with Mama June? Uh, no, because I think there's there's more. I think it, it, more to it than, than look. I think more comes into play than just looks. When you're in a relationship with someone... It's yep. it's but the initial things, thi- it's those... the initial attra- hold on the initial attraction is what draws you into a person uh, and then you know then you start talking to someone and then the other things make them more attractive and and that starts to diminish the importance of just looks looks will always be important but the uh level of which of their importance lowers does that make sense no to you it doesn't no, because I but think you can those still rules acknowledge still apply. that those rules still apply I, I to, the, this, to the regular relationship. This is a dead end. It's a dead end conversation. But it's, I'm glad we brought it up. But I, I don't want to harp on. It. We have other stuff to get to. We'll take a like, few you phone don't, calls. You don't think but, you don't I, think I, that I, I see other attractive women and I'm like, God damn, would I love to uh, put my dick in that? But then I look at my wife and and I see beauty, but I also see more to it than just looks. Of course. Yeah, but people with beautiful wives and girlfriends look at them as more than just looks. Exactly. I'm because focusing you built on it more. You're focusing on just the initial? Is that it? I'm saying if you're dating, and I hate to say mean things about her because she's always been sweet to me, but Mama June was our example. But, but think of old Mama June when she was fat, not not the new hot Mama June that Kavino loves on TV now. She was getting more tail than any of us. Big, But Big Mama June when Honey, Boo- when, when, when Honey Boo Boo trailer park shit was first popular five years ago. Whoever was yes. with her, the guy that was with her, you don't think it was like almost like, hey, well, I guess I'll be with her. You think he was like, I chose that? Yes. I don't, and I, no, I think that's settled. where he's the I fucking that, number no. one pilgrim in town. I think that's where your problem lies. I think you no. just can't comprehend people seeing attractive, uh, mutant people attractive. That's that's undermining you the ability guy, for for you know, people you know, like, you know, like 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 uh, the Bachelor, right? You don't think that to say that he requires more than just physical attraction. In fact, you know he was dismissing people because the attraction just wasn't there. And by the way, you you dipshit. The person spots right on. Rich wants to change subjects because he's not right. No, I want to change subjects because other people are hitting us up, and I feel the same way. I feel the same way. It's time to move on. We've exhausted this. I'm done. It's like Cliff's Notes for Cliff's Notes. The best of Covino and Rich on Faction Talk 103. I saw some, like, well, to me, in my imagination, some foreign land. Marimba. Some fucking poor island somewhere, right? Some shithole? Yeah, some shithole, exactly. <laughs> this guy's like, wait till I go viral, right? And he plays a majestic version of a song that we all know, not only in this country, not only does that spark nostalgia and remind us of our childhood, but worldwide, everybody in Asia, everybody all over the world knows this song. And this guy, he looks like he's playing in some third world shithole. And in, look how good this is. Listen, you, listen, what, what listen, you, to, listen to how complex this is, though. That's one guy doing the bass line, yeah, doing all these parts. Thrown in there. How many hands does this guy have? Oh, he's playing one with his dick. Oh, okay. This oh, black guy. Boom, 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 boom. Plays the bass with his dick. So the point is, you know, when watching that video, I was inspired and said, you know, it's really weird how we played so many video games 
throughout our life. Yet this one, because of the magnitude and everybody had Mario Brothers and it was a popular game and the franchise grew. Oh, this is the song we'll always go back to. No, no, to. no. But you said something I thought was even... And it's taken on a life of its own. No, I, I, I was going to say, you said something even more interesting than, yeah, that we played a lot of video games. Is this one of the most recognizable songs of the last 50 years? Yeah, and it's still growing. You know what I mean? This what do you song's think, still... My youngest brother, who is like 13, knows this song. Like yeah. This version and your, of this and your song. parents know this song. Everyone knows this song. Yeah. Like, my, my little daughter's eight years old, and she'll hear this song and probably think, yeah, that's the song from the video game Dad played when he was little. Think about that. It's a complex song. People love to cover it and do it in all sorts of fancy ways. My brother, every time he picks up guitar, he tries desperately to play it. He stinks at it, but he tries. You know, this song is a beast. Not only in the video game world, but just in, in our culture. And I wonder, like, where it's ever going to lead. Like, in the future, culture. But, but how are spot. they going to look back at that song? Like, the future, aliens. And this song like, was where, huge. This is one of the most poignant <laughs> moments in human evolution. Like, what? what is this song in the future? Are we overestimating like spot a, or a classical song? Like, a, a, you know how we view, like, a Mozart like, symphony? No, this, that's only because it's well, old. Well, yeah. we look back at a, a video game MIDI sort of sound. And, and hear this and think, wow, that was the start of a, a booming technology where humans got real involved with video games and video and things like that. And this is the soundtrack to that moment. Is it as recognizable as we're insinuating, Spot? It's recognizable, but it's only it's generationally yeah. recognizable. You're, no, it's, it's, your it's mom a, knows this song because your brothers were were hypnotized by you, it all day long. You, your two yeah, bozo but, brothers, but, and but your sisters. young kids, young kids don't know it. Yes, they do. Because Mario still exists in different game form. And yeah, they, but and not. They throw, and they throw that theme in there, mixed in, and, and, and parents want to yeah. share those. But it's games not with their kids. But here's the thing: that theme is so ingrained into your head because you were playing that level and it played throughout the entire level. Now, music in video games is so different, even in the Mario games. Dude. I think this is a this is a pocketed generational, no. most recognized video theme. game song of all time. And now, yeah, now hold but, on, don't downplay that. Video games sell 20 to 30 million copies. More than movies. Pop. More than movies. More than any album. TV by far. shows, records, nothing. All right, think about it. Put it in perspective, right? An album. If an album was a success when people actually bought albums and CDs and music, if it sold over a million, that was platinum. That, you know, deserved a plaque, an award. If you sold a million, video games are selling 30 million, 20, 30 million. Now, put that in perspective. That's how big that song is, and that is the king of all those video game songs. Without a doubt, I would think. Of course, I know other video game songs, and I can identify no, but, but them, I'm but saying, that's we, the we, one. We can play video game songs all day, but like, right, let me, I'll give you an example of what, what you're trying to say, which I agree yeah, with. Yeah, I, I, I would say of video game themes, that's the most iconic. But like, So where is it in the future as that world continues to, to, to grow? I mean, Donkey Kong, not really. Then I said it said, all right, let me go to another... Let me go to another no, no, console. Just, just no, 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 that's no, Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I got Sonic here keyed up too. I'm sorry. Like Sonic, right? Sonic the Hedgehog. You might argue. Not as iconic. Not this part. The beginning. Do 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 That's that part's the main. Not even this part. I'm just wondering, will there ever be a point too in the future where that song sort of changes meaning, you know, and and represents the time more than it represents video games? Because you're seeing more and more covers of it, 
You know, you're seeing more and more versions of it. Spot people are saying, uh, San Angelo, Texas, my seven-year-old hears this song on his Nintendo Switch. Spot, my three-year-old knows this, and without even influence from me. That's from Greaterman in uh, Alberta. People are saying that, that we may be onto something here. Is the Mario Brothers theme one of the most universally recognized tunes of the last decades? Honestly, I, I think so. Look, there's a lot of dumb stats that people still continue to quote. Mickey Mouse and Hulk Hogan are the most recognizable people in the world, uh, worldwide. And you could say, is this the most recognizable song? Uh, one of you know, you'd be like, oh yeah, Thriller from Michael Jackson and the <gasps> Super Mario theme. I don't even know, know Thriller. I don't know Thriller. No, but I know, but I know, but I'm saying it I should don't... be in that category of of recognition. I'll be honest, you just made a phenomenal point unintentionally. I don't think a young kid would recognize Thriller at all, but you know what they would recognize? Fucking Mario Brothers Might be the most popular song in the world Because in while, the world. While, while there's way better music spot and legendary You said Michael Jackson or you could say the fucking Rolling Stones or the Beatles A kid may be like, I don't know that Adult, kid, middle age Everyone knows the Super Mario theme Yeah, I even think my mom, who was so tuned out being a mom At this stage of her life Would ha have to know that this is absolutely Super Mario Brothers Without a doubt, she would hear me playing it all day for hours a day. Without it, yeah, I think. I mean, I'm. Hey, when you're right, you're right. All right, so that's it. And, and again, like I said, I wonder where how it's viewed in the future. In the future, uh, say what's up to a few people uh, on hold. Just we'll, think about we'll it. We, with we, Greg. we view classical music in a, in a way in which it wasn't meant to be. Classical music was the contemporary music of its time. It wasn't meant to be you looked at. Wait, you th but you think that, that Super Mario is going to be like classical music? Yeah. Why do you, why do, no, in, in the, the future. In the future, how will it be viewed? I'm not saying it's classical music. I'm saying we don't think view it's it the like, way it was. Da, 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 da. I have a question. No, you're missing my point. You, you know, you're, you're, you're missing you're, my spot, point. Spot's falling for the Sandy... Spot's falling for the uh, uh, Sandy Koufax uh, Bumgarner mistake. Right. Yeah, I get it. Uh, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not seeing the greatness in front of your seeing eyes. The greatness in front of your eyes because it's recent. Uh, Mozart, classical music. I'm not comparing it to that, but it's a complex song. Let's not downplay it. It's a complex song, right? When you listen to the levels of it, and then it goes to do 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 do. It changes, right? It, it is a song. I prefer the underwater theme. Hear me out, though. Those songs were the contemporary pop music songs of the time. You went out, those are the songs you you, you sort of fucking maybe uh, danced to. You know, composers put them out there and other people played them. Those are the songs that people knew. But we view them as classical. We view them, we view them as majestic. Anyone we view them as something listen, uh, sophisticated. You always want to give, we always give credit and this clout and this respect to... Anything that's classic. Oh, classic cars. Cla uh, men and women from back in the day. You look at... You look at... Oh, think of anyone. You, Mickey Mantle. Great ball player. But Mickey Mantle so more mythical in your mind than... Ken Griffey Jr. But Ken Griffey Jr. played in your lifetime. But realistically... I won't, I won't, de like, I won't deny that it is iconic... I, I just think it's it's self-contained to a generation. Right, that's where I completely disagree. Because it's it's worldwide popular, and like like I said, I think it transgen uh, transgendered. 
It's trans. Hey, Mario. Uh, trans. Mario is now a Marine. Generations. All right. So we'll get to your feedback. I made my point. Boom. Eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty nine. And it's partially from again. You see so many covers of it, and so many people trying to play it on different instruments and from different countries, and you know, trying to make it their own. And you know, how will it evolve? I don't know. But that song doesn't go away. Greg in Texas, you're on the show. Okay, guys, so knock this out of the park real quick. Spot, you're wrong as shit. And oh, the okay. big reason is it's a universal, everybody can latch onto it. And parodies still utilize that tune. And let's be real here. When was the last time you saw a Mario parody that doesn't use it? I mean, called Schumer, at least every other week, you'll see something on Facebook where they copy those notes and take it from it. It's utilized in different oh. sources of media. And, and you and know as what? As well as in you've taken the classical music. Classical music is really just the playlist that pop that was popular, not necessarily the best of the best or the mo- most complex or unique. I mean, take a comparison to pop culture and classic rock. But these tones have become iconic, and because they're iconic, and they can be utilized in different scenarios, that they're a pop culture recognition. Like People recognize it. You hear it. It's triggered. It's set a standard, and so it can become classical, and it probably will be. If people emulate it and bring it further, that's what into I'm saying. Because it will yeah. evolve. And Greg, you know it's funny. You, you make make a great point. Universal, because that was, I was going to say, no, there's no there's, language. There's no language barrier. There's no language. Everybody and, and, knows it. And video yeah. games are so universal. People, little kids in well, Asia, you can find little kids Mario in, in arcade yeah. now. Yeah, Mario's in arcades now. There are arcades nowadays that play like all those old <laughs> NES games. Maybe you pay money, maybe you don't, or you just go in. You get a wristband. You pay, what was it, twelve ninety nine? And you can buy a beer there and go play an arcade game or all these old NES games on an arcade setup. I mean, these things have reached a whole new level of universality with these things, where even with Sonic... Universality. Also, the other thing is they set a standard. These games set a standard for the generation that they were a part of. As being that's some true. of the best, dude. I'm telling you, you're right. And, uh, if, and that's if true. Alien, you know if what? Aliens though, visited the... this planet. Aliens would be like, you know what? We really appreciate the Mario Brothers theme. Great work with that one. With the popularity of what was it? The Nintendo Classic was that it? Yeah, that little box that came out. Yeah, Classic NES. Yeah, I I imagine there was a bit of a resurgence, but it's it's. Something that's being fine, then it's something that's being carried by generations. Mario, I, I Ode- Mario Odyssey 2017 has the same theme. Mario, all Mario games sort of go back to that. My my four year old just says it's Mario when she hears that so- song. It's okay. I don't know, man. Iconic on a whole different level. Like I said, put it in perspective. For all things Covino and Rich, follow us at Covino and Rich on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Covino and Rich. For a look behind the velvet rope of interviews and more, much more on Faction Talk 103.